Well, howdy, y'all. This is Listen to These Nerds. Sit down a spell and listen to this tale I'm about to tell. I'm Harry, and I'll be your sheriff for this evening. Uh, that's Dungeon Master to you greenhorns around there. And... <laughs> Just let him do his thing! <laughs> you asshole! You start over again! No, 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 we're doing it live. Fuck it. All right. So this is uh, Listen to These Nerds. I'm Harry, and I'll be your DM for this evening for this tale of the Wild Wild West. Uh, the characters that will be in this little play, starting from my right. I'm Megan, and I'm going to be playing Violet. I'm John, I'm going to be playing uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leonard <laughs> Augustine right Dubois, uh, otherwise known as Phantom Thief Lupin. Mm. Um, I'm Joey, and I'm going to be playing Lucky Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Pete. <laughs> Do you have one leg? No. Really? I have oh. one arm. Are Lucky me? Pete sounds like you should have at least one it's leg. It's an ironic nickname. But anyways. <laughs> I didn't make the name. Oh, okay. That's what people call me. Yeah. But anyways. I have an actual name. And finally. <laughs> and last but not least, it's me, Yvette, playing Thomas Lear Denby. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is off to a great start. Wow, Megan, can't let anybody have anything, huh? She's being funny, I laugh. That was genuine interaction and love. <laughs> okay, so uh, the setting is Louisiana in the early summer, June 1874. The weather is hot, the weather is humid, and the locals don't really give a shit. For you, it's pretty damn hot. For everybody else, this is basically a regular Tuesday. Violet and Lupin have been managed to engage in a relatively amicable relationship of sorts, with Violet acting as an information source for Lupin in order to particularly thieve some people. Violet enjoys a nice cut and also manages to get back at any assholes that manage to um, slight her in any particular way. Vengeful. Thanks. Um, Vengeful. Mm. Mm. Don't whisper, it doesn't get captured all <laughs> by the mic. Up. That wasn't really important for the audience. Yeah. All right. Uh, so they're gonna think you're keeping secrets. Violet, um, you managed to be contacted by Oswaldo Mulberry, who is a <laughs> relatively well-known proprietor. So, so I was like, I want to name my kid Oswald, but let's make it less weird. <laughs> this is this is how it's gonna be for the rest of the night. Oswaldo, no, has it ever been any different? <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, you've basically been contacted by Oswaldo Mulberry, who is a proprietor of a general store in the area. Uh, relatively well-known, affluent sort of folk in New Orleans. Uh, he bas- <laughs> New Orleans. Uh, he has more or less contacted you because he knows of your particular, you know, take-no-shit nature, and has asked you to sort of put in to try and find somebody with relative light fingers for a job that he's willing to put together. He sort of needs people to help do some, uh, he calls it moving. Uh, he's also extended the same offer to you as well, uh, uh, again, for a reasonable cut of the profit. Okay. All right. Um, so you pass this information on to Lupin, and you're both basically told to meet at his office on the second floor of his general store, noon tomorrow. So, um, Yvette and Joey, or Pete and Thomas, uh, have both been thrown in the local Hooskow after uh, attempting to run both a... to attempting to, for Thomas's case... Out gamble a man for his life savings, 
and in Pete's case, trying to sell him useless trinkets for his life savings. Unfortunately, they both happened to choose the same dude, and in attempting to one-up each other, he managed to get wise and call the local MPs, who, because he's yelling loud enough and the MPs seem to be on edge lately, they basically throw you in the thing. Well, I'm wanted, actually. Hmm. Well, they don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a few, about an hour after you guys have been thrown in, a man comes up to you, basically asks if either of you is available for a bit of work. Says <laughs> while, that... While we're in jail? Yes. Oh. Which is, would be kind of weird, but... <laughs> basically says he can get you out of here a lot faster, and he'll also, they'll also be paid for your efforts. Well, I mean, if you're going to get me out... I'll take it. What's the catch? <laughs> Let's just say the work is, um, well, literally dirty. Oh. Well, it's been three days since I showered. The, the gentleman speaks up to Thomas and says, Or perhaps I can leave you in that here with the uh, lovely denizens. And he points over to the other collapsed drunks that are uh, stinking up the place. Fine. Ah, perfect. Uh, meet Mr. Oswald, Mr. Mulberry, uh, upstairs in his office noon tomorrow. And he hands you guys both a card. And um, basically walks off, and a few minutes later, one of the MPs comes up, opens up, and tells both of you to get out of here. Uh, like, military police. Like a member of parliament? No, military <laughs> so police. Like, oh, wow. Uh, I send him a letter, a partially worded letter. <laughs> I know, they're really getting in touch with their constituents. <laughs> no, no. Uh, New Orleans at this point is still more or less under union control, so most of the police force has been replaced with actual union soldiers. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. So. Uh, unless you guys have anything you'd like to do in the meantime, we'll just move on to the meeting. Very abrupt. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I, as I'm walking out, um, there's all my stuff, like my big rucksack with yeah, all yeah. my stuff in it. All right. They more or less just threw it into like an evidence locker. Well, I'll, I'll just take this. Uh, what? Uh, oh, is any of is any of his uh, Thomas's stuff there? Uh, yeah, his arm is. What about my guns? That's there too. But the arm is the most noticeable thing. <laughs> Miss, missing something? And I, like, wave the arm at him. Do you need a hand? I, I look at Pete, and I just, like, with my good arm, I just grab it from him. Ooh, no need to be so handsy. <laughs> I'm where I've got my fake hand on, and you're holding my hook. <laughs> so I was like, uh. <clears throat> Why, yeah, you're not. <laughs> I know. Hey. So, uh, noon the next day, you're basically going to the store. Pretty easy to get up into his office. Obviously, it looks like he told the clerk to expect you. And you all more or less show up at about the same time. So at this point, I'll go around the table starting to my left, and we can have everyone's description of their characters. So, Yvette, what do people see when they look at Thomas? So, Thomas Lear Denby. Don't refer to him as Thomas. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Denby to you. <laughs> um is in his 30s, um, quite tall, um, has like a narrow face, uh, long nose, long fingers, only on the right hand. <laughs> his left hand is actually uh, a fake hand from about just below the elbow. It's um, basically like a wooden Lego man's hand, but like it is shaped like a hand. It's got like a glove on it. <laughs> you can't quite tell it's fake, it just never moves. Anyway. Uh, wears like all black, a very large, cool hat, um, and uh, but uh, his clothes are like kind of rumpled and kind of dirty. Like they once used to be a little bit. How old is he? Uh, like early thirties. Oh, um, I was picturing an old man. Short black hair. No. Hmm. Uh, very man with no name. 
Mysterious. Piercing news. Uh, lucky oh, oh, yeah, and oh. Uh, he has this kind of a weird voice. It's very, uh, kind of like raspy, but like breathy. It sounds like he at some point had breathing issues. Not with consumption. <laughs> like someone punched him in the throat real Maybe, hard. yeah. <laughs> Alright, Lucky Pete. Uh, Lucky Pete um, is Navajo, um, so you can tell from his skin that um, as well. He also has, he carries around the most, I would say, like obvious thing is he has a big backpack on it with a, you know, a bedroll and all the necessities of life, including a lot of jangly looking jewelry um, that is, looks all handmade and very uh, native. Um, in addition, he has a dirty, like, raggy, raggedy cloak with a bunch of frayed ends and holes in it, mm-hmm. um, and a hood, which he uses to keep the sun out of his eyes. Um, but underneath that, he has pretty decently maintained clothing, seeming almost like the cloak is intentionally supposed to make him look like he's a hobo. Um, in addition, as, as, whenever he opens his cloak, you'll hear the jangling of multiple pieces of jewelry as his arms, uh, both of his arms are covered in, like, bracelets with various, you know, animals and creatures on them that he... Price tags. Yeah. <laughs> With dangling price tags. <laughs> but, um, Those little green stickers. Yeah. Um, now, he'll, he's, he's happy to list out his whole inventory and tell you about all the mystical properties of each piece as he's ready at any point to sell the white man, um, as he says, um, like anything that they desire. Alright. Uh, Mr. Lupin. Uh, so, uh, Leonard... Dubois. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Any uh, relation? <laughs> <laughs> Probably distant. <laughs> oh. There is one. I don't know. We're in the right place. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, uh, he's very well dressed. Uh, very. He has uh, the look of a Victorian gentleman. Um, he uh, his fashion is slightly uh, off from the local color. Uh, because he is from France. <laughs> more roughly. <laughs> yes, more ru- yeah. Uh, his, his uh, neckerchief has many more ruffles than uh, anyone else's. So, so many like slashes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Over them? That was good. Covering <laughs> one eye. Mm. Uh. No. Uh, curly mustache. Cur- the curliest of mustaches. Mm. Oh. Whoa. Um, and he uh, walks with a cane that he clearly doesn't need that's really more for show than anything. Right. Alright. And Miss Lafayette? And Violetta Adeline Lafayette, you can call her Violet, um, is a dance hall girl, which is different from a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) Dance hall girls would actually be paid per dance to dance with dudes in towns where there weren't enough men. Although here it's more like someone that talks people into having drinks and she makes a commission off the drinks. Hostess. And has this kind of information business on the side because she's very well connected. Um, she's a little older for a dance hall girl, like reaching into her mid thirties, but she's still very attractive. Mm. And like dark hair, and she's like very dressed up. Very attractive. <laughs> well, yeah, no, but like dance hall girls are usually like twenty, mm. and they'll be a dance hall girl until they get married. Yeah, and then they hoof it. Or fat. Or fat. <laughs> Whichever comes first. Then they yeah, become more like, popular. She's very colorful, wearing a lot of makeup and, you know, a hat and a purse and perfectly curled hair, etc. So, as you enter into the office, uh, it's a very clean, meticulously sort of space, sort of larger than you'd think it need to be for something like this. Uh, sitting at the desk is a relatively small, relatively skinny man, dressed in uh, sort of a nice sort of suit-jacket combo, 
uh, with black shoes, wearing a with uh, sort of side parted hair and a mustache goatee combo. Who, once he sort of sees you all enter the room, he looks up and says, "Ah, Miss Lafayette, thank you so much for coming." And uh, this must be the uh, gentleman I asked you about. Yes, this is he. Ah, a pleasure, sir. Oswaldo Mulberry. How do you do? A pleasure, Mister Mulberry. Ah, a man of France. Ah, we. Oui, oui. <laughs> and, um, ah, you must be the two people that my assistant told me about. Sorry, uh, Oswaldo Mulberry. I'm a... He sort of has his hand out expecting a handshake. I'm scratching my chin and then kind of like, like pat my hand off and then like reach <laughs> uh, nice. Wiping off what I found there. <laughs> n- n- nice to meet you. Yeah, he then pulls off the glove, throws it in the trash, pulls another glove out and puts it on. And, uh, you sir? Denby. Ah, Mulberry. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Now, um, I understand some of you have been sort of briefed at the situation at large, but, uh... Um, no? Ah, well then, I uh, see that my assistant has failed in his duties. Right. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs> he pulls a lever, you hear somebody scream. <laughs> he falls to the second floor of the door. Ah, never mind. I, I hired that boy for his strength, not for his smarts. Uh, but, basically, I have some rather work to be done of a... Call it a clandestine nature. Um, how familiar are you with the local history? And he's more pointing to you, uh, to Denby, Pete, and, uh, Dubois, rather than at, uh, Miss Lafayette. Um, well... Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Oh, my. What a story. Ooh. Well, um... Vengeance! <laughs> well, um... He done her wrong! I know a lot of you people, uh, killed each other around here, and then somebody, they took over? Oh, <laughs> <Ow>, nope. <laughs> well then. Pete um, always sounds like he's asking a question, even when he's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say, well then, you're aware of our state's unfortunate history with, uh, well, slaves. Um, are you, there's a family that used to live in here, uh, the Bouviers. They owned a plantation just a bit outside of town. Um, Mrs. Lafayette, do you happen to remember them? You can roll common knowledge to see if you do. So, smarts plus a wild die. And a d6. Your wild die. Four. Alright. So, the four. Ah, vaguely remember them. There's a lot of wealthy families in this part of thing. They kind of all blur together after a while. Not really sure. I seem to remember the name being thrown around. Ah, well, that is the case. They were rather affluent people in this part of town before the Civil War. However, after the Civil War, they seem to have vacated their premises, and even after the war's conclusion, they have not yet seemed to return. Some people go on about how the plantation they owned is cursed or whatever, but I don't believe that hogwash. The reason why I've asked you to come here today is because the the Bouviers managed to engage in a rather illicit trade in the months leading up to the Civil War. Weapons trading, to be specific. It was my intention, at least from what I've heard, that they were to stockpile arms for the Confederates, and in doing so, provide them with necessary means to take on the Union. Of course, that plan fell through when they disappeared. However, I've recently come into some intelligence, let's say, that the Bouviers did not manage to take their stock with them, as it were, and the actual treasure trove of rifles, guns, and ammunition is still in their plantation just north outside of town. Which is the reason why I've called you for here today. <clears throat> well, um, you know, I have several bracelets you could get that would uh, ward off any curses that might be there. In fact... Ah, ah, my good sir, I'm afraid you misunderstand. I'm hiring you to get these things for me. Huh? 
you see, I'm under a fair assumption that... Now, what if one of you three would like a bracelet? <laughs> it could be cursed. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I am I, uh, not... Uh, the evil spirits, I'm sure, will be... Uh, Repelled by my cross very well, thank you very much. Yes, and I don't and know. It's I likely built on one of our burial grounds. All right, mark that up on the racing joke counter. <laughs> yes, and hence the reason why I, I use I, that all the time. By the way, <laughs> I am that's so, your fucking selling line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't know. Did you ever look? Did you check? I don't think so. <laughs> they never check. <laughs> Hence the reason why, Mr. Dubois, I have asked for your particular skills. I do not know where the weapons are, only that they are somewhere on the plantation. And, well, if such a lock ends in things, or if they are hidden under some unusual circumstances, a man of your talent should be able to find them quite easily. How many acres is the property? <sighs> the actual plantation itself is quite large, about 20 or so, but most of that was for growing vegetation and such. The actual property, i.e. the house and, um... The house is only about a half an acre in size. However, no one has really been there since the beginning of the Civil War, which was a good decade ago. So the path there is probably to be overgrown and the house in a good state of disrepair. Sounds like easy picking. That's the idea. Now, of course, you will be rewarded for your efforts. Uh, I simply ask that you have, in good faith, to allow me to sell the weapons to a uh, proprietor, let's say, and I will give you a percentage of the particular profits. How much of a percentage? 5%. I prefer a cut up front. Ah, Miss Lafayette, I do know that you were a shrewd businesswoman. But I'm sorry, but until I manage to know exactly how much these guns are worth, I know they're there, but I do not know the exact quantity. I do know that well, it will... let's call it a deposit. In good faith. Roll persuasion. Um, uh, yeah. Persuasion. Is it spirit? So 2d8... Uh, sorry, this is just going to be a D8, your persuasion skill, and your wild die, which is a D6. Oh, I thought they went together. Yeah, no, okay. it's just a D8 and D6. Three? Now, <laughs> Mrs. Lafayette, you do know that there is a problem with paying people up front for work that is not delivered, and that the fact they tend to cut and run, as it were. And where would I be going? Ah, well, I don't know. That's why I intend to keep you exactly where I am, at least until I can sell things. Don't worry, though. You can trust in me. When have I ever done you wrong? And from your experience, you know that Oswaldo does do his business <laughs> transactions rather meticulously, like down to the cent. And he is relatively decent at tipping. If a bit, you know... Uh, the uh, weapons, they are a decade old. Uh, particularly. However, uh, that is where I was particularly looking for someone of the expertise to acquire them. They probably had to keep them in some condition to be undiscovered by Union in the case they can't through. It's possible that they might be sealed or buried under something, at least to maintain their current condition. Perhaps in graves. Where else would they look? Now, the uh, weapons, uh, perhaps damaged, perhaps uh, not kept in the best condition. We may need uh, upfront roll persuasion. <clears throat> And don't forget to add your charisma to that. Okay. Ooh, jeez. Okay, so that's persuasion. But that doesn't matter because I got on the weapon. Uh is that a six? Yeah. You can roll that die again, it explodes. Ooh. 
So that's a uh, 16. Damn. Was that, was that Snake Eyes? Oh, uh, that's a one. Oh. <laughs> Worse. So, just a single Just a single one. Just a single one. So, Oswaldo seems to be a bit miffed at this and does sort of stroke his beard and he goes, All right, fine. Five dollars each up front and a cut of the profits for the eventual sale. Now, keep in mind, this is 1870s money. Five dollars mm-hmm. is a decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. I look to the, the rest of you. Deal. He shakes on it. Gentlemen and ladies. Uh, then he goes around to his... What if he's a lady? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> uh, so he goes around to his desk. He pulls out a key out of his pocket, unlocks a drawer, opens it, lays out four crisp $5 bills on the table, locks it back up, and uh, moves it out to you. Uh, my associate downstairs will have provided bags for moving the particular equipment. Uh, and uh, here, and he pulls out a sort of hand-drawn map which shows approximately where the um, plantation is outside of town. It looks like by looks like that if you were going to hoof it, it would probably be about a half a day walk, but you could probably horse ride most of it. I'm looking at the map. Definitely looks cursed. Understand? Look at that. Look, mm, bad placement. Bad placement. The feng shui is Whatever the novel. Whoa, that's racist. <laughs> So uh, he hands each of you $5 and uh, bids you farewell. And as you're ushered downstairs, the associate has like a variety of, like a couple rucksacks it looks like that you can take uh, and basically provide them to you. And then, uh, yeah. So. I buy some groceries while I'm there. (laughs) Okay. You buy groceries. Nice. The real part here is their sugar prices. (laughs) Hey, I'm a topical. Uh, (laughs) So. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna head off to the nearest saloon. Yeah, I'm gonna stop by the saloon on the way out too. All right, what are you guys doing? I have no idea what this guy's deal is. So you're going to try. What does he have to like force me to like do what he wants? Well, he did pay you, <laughs> and we, essentially he'd probably <laughs> he probably he dug us out of jail. <laughs> I'm gonna try to trade a, a bracelet for a for a for a bottle. All right, uh, roll a whole pers- bottle. Yep, girl. Did you guys go to the saloon I work at? Just the nearest uh, Good yeah. stuff or cheap stuff? Yeah, cheap one. As long as it's a full bottle. Alright, uh, roll persuasion. Alright, I'm gonna use my snake oil salesman. Alright. You try to convince the bartender that this is fine silver, far worth No, 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 no. It's. No, no. Way more virile. Like, ten kids. <laughs> ten kids. You, you want ten kids, right? You will Think fu- how many kids you could use. Think how many are gonna die. <laughs> you know, it's. it's Think how many, think what they can do. Ten kids can build a house. And, um... Remind him of his old age. Plus, yeah, you're gonna die soon. (laughs) The biological clock is ticking. Alright, so it's just persuasion? Uh, yeah, persuasion. Uh, four. Alright. Uh, it's a bit of a hard sell. It, so like, persuasion and all the skills are literally just a single die and not like a derivative? Uh, it's the d8 plus a d6. Because you guys are wild die, so you get to roll as well. Uh, seven then. All right, so it's a fairly it's a fairly back and forth for a bit, but eventually you do manage to convince him. Yes, and he hands you a bottle of cheap. Uh, what is your drink of choice? I have no idea. What There's the just whiskey. Just whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. You get corn whiskey. Mm. You have mint juleps. Can I even know? I love moonshine. And so moonshine. This is an official establishment. I love moonshine. <laughs> they give you corn whiskey, which is the closest they can get. Fine. All right. Yeah. So, they, so, you, so you get a you have a bottle of corn whiskey. All right. Awesome. One bottle of corn whiskey. <laughs> so, 
What is uh, Mr. Denby trying to do exactly? Are you just going to spend the money and skip town? I don't know. It seems really strange. It's like... Well, you want to know more information about this we guy, have, right? We have to go to the thing, obviously, to move the plot along, but it seems just, like, so weird. Mm. <laughs> they hired you for a job? Why is that I weird? I know. But, like, to find ten-year-old guns in a mysterious house, like, could you just get normal food for them? But anyway, yes, you're right. I do want to find more information about this house. Well, Alright. No, well, clearly it's because the area is cursed. Well, I mean, no, I said that before. Well, you need to under the table, because if yeah, the local course, authorities knew about it, yeah. that would be seized government property. Yes. Yes. Like, who else is he going to ask? Exactly. Three out-of-town strangers and someone he can trust. <laughs> so, because, yeah, so what, essentially what, I think what he's doing is, if we get caught, he's like, I don't know who these people are. Yeah. No, I know, but why would I want to do that? Because we can get a lot of money. Mm. And He I did mean, just give you five dollars mm. with no absolute guarantee you would do something. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well I'll just say I'll ask around about him at the At, at the, the thing? Alright, roll streetwise. And find out uh, what Sorry, we started with 25, right? Was uh, that the start of money? Uh, 50. 50. Yes. Now we're at 50. So how do I do this? Alright, so oh, your streetwise is a D8, so roll that and a D6. My personal wealth went up. That's a D10%. That's a D8. And a D6. Because you guys are important characters. Alright. So, uh, so seven. So that's a pass. So you ask around. That's nine. She has seven and two. No, no, no. You don't add them together. You take the highest. Oh. Yeah. Because in Savage Worlds, if you roll the highest, if you roll the highest number on a die, it explodes and you get to roll it again. Mm. And you can do this multiple times. Okay. So, uh, you ask around. And, uh, yeah, people basically tell you pretty much about Oswaldo. Um, uh, oh, sorry. I'm just, uh. Wait, so we only take one die? The yeah. Higher, higher of the two oh, dice? Then he got fifty. Then he didn't get 50. Oh. oh I got 10. Okay, that's no, still... I was under the impression that they stack too. No, 11. No, they, they don't stack. It's oh, just okay. because the exploding dice mechanic sort of makes that, like, you get ridiculous amounts of numbers. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah. But 10 is still a decent pass, like, because yeah. the number... He, he rolled a 1. I, I wasn't... I was pretty sure it wasn't going to be a big deal, yeah. but I just wanted to, like... Clarify that because, you know, first time with yeah. playing the system. So, um, you ask around about Oswaldo, and uh, the locals are pretty forthcoming about him. He's a pretty big pillar of the local economy. He owns one of the largest general stores in the area. Uh, he's pretty much been doing gangbusters in business ever since the Union more or less took New Orleans in 1861. Like, he started... Yeah. Uh, in fact, he's probably one of the few that actually survived the enroachment of the Union in 1861. Most of the other stores were effectively heavily Confederate-based and were pretty much run out of town. I'll actually walk over... Sorry, what's your character's last name? Denby. Denby. Um, I'll walk over and put my armor on Denby. Hey, look, Denby, I understand. If you don't want to do it, I'll take your, I'll using, take your cut. Using his good arm, he <laughs> takes your hand off. <laughs> look, I know you don't want to go to the cursed area. I understand. But, I, you know, I'll just, I'll take your cut. And you can just sit right here. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I, you know what? Our time together... It's, <laughs> it's going to be a long ride, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns around and like... <laughs> what name do you actually... Do you go by Lupin, like, no. casually in no. conversation? No. That's okay. Okay. Lupin Lupin yeah. What do you actually go by? It's my secret identity. Uh, Leonard. Or, um, Leonard. Monsieur Dubois. Monsieur Dubois. Monsieur. Leonard or Leonard? Leonard. 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 Leonard.
Let's say yeah, Leo or Let's call him Lenny. Ooh, can you imagine being named like Leonardo and people are like, hey Leonard. <laughs> hey Leonard. <laughs> hey Leonard. <laughs> More like Leonard. <laughs> French jokes. Continue Leonard. And meanwhile, is like, I'm gonna steal all your fucking shit, sort of guy. Sharpened guillotine. Yeah. Beef. Tiny, tiny guillotine. Okay, cool. So, right. fine. So, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so, before you guys leave town, uh, Leonard, is there anything you're doing? Uh, I don't think so. Um, pretty much he, he sees this as, like, an easy job. So, yeah. I mean, I guess he, he's getting, uh, like, a... He doesn't own a horse, so he's just gonna, like, get somebody to carriage him up. All right, that's there fair. and back. Alright, so as you guys, so you guys are more or less heading outside of town, uh, basically to find areas where, like, stagecoaches and horse rentals are. As you walk by, you notice a lot of posters on the wall, uh, most of them basically going on about how the future of the white race is in jeopardy, and if you feel the need to defend your God-given constitutional rights, contact the White League of Grand Parish, Louisiana. Also, I did actually spoil yeah, it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Hey, I literally Googled New Orleans 1974, okay? But yeah, there are a lot of these posters around. Like, a lot. And, like, you can see Union MPs sort of going around, tearing them off walls and stuff like that. It's no match for real Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so, was it a real bummer when I linked that video? <laughs> oh, no, I kind of figured, like, okay, you're kind of going to have an idea of where this goes, but it's I not don't, I still don't know, so don't, yeah. tell, don't tell me. All right, so yeah. I'm but a simple traveler. Yeah. They kill all the engines. <laughs> no! <laughs> Alright, so yeah. I'm one of them! So, are, what are you guys going to do to get to um, the, par- the uh, plantation? Well, I was going to borrow I was going to walk. But if someone is already renting a coach, we might as well rent a coach. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll hit you right on the back of his coach. Don't like, even like, bother to pay. Just jump I don't want to pay couch. for it. So I would just, I would just wait and then jump on the back. Well, basically, we'll be like, okay, pay your share. And then he's like, no, I'll walk. You guys have to wait for me. So. All right. So, um, so Mr. Monsieur Dubois is hiring a coach. Pretty easy to do. A lot of male coaches basically also run a little side gambit of giving people like short distance hop between places. So you can easily hitch a ride on one of those. We don't want to drive. You just want a coach, like an act, just buy a coach. Well. You would just be able to put a deposit on it, like... Yeah, I feel like you'd be able to do that, just like put a deposit down. Okay, yeah. So, we'll say you managed to get a little sort of dinky... It's a pretty, like, actual big-ass stagecoaches are pretty expensive, but you managed to get basically putting down a deposit, which I'm going to say is going to cost about $3 from each of you to cover the cost. Now, this necklace is (laughs) owned by the previous horse lord in your language. In your language, it would be called the horse lord. And um, commanded a, a, so a, pubescent. a swarm of This guy pulls back his sleeve to reveal a silver trinket that looks like it's inscribed in French. And he says, nice try. Money or get out. I, you didn't even give me a chance to roll. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. This guy's seen shit. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, we really basically need a wagon with a horse attached to it. Yeah, right? like it doesn't have a cart. It doesn't have to yeah, like I said, it's basically what you're getting. You're getting a cart and a horse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll... I'll Throw down my three dollars. Alright. Oh, I already did that. Okay, cool. So you pitched in, you pitched in, and Pete, you're you, you can't sell this dude that thing, I'm sorry. He knows. It's too late. 
You actually remember that you came through earlier when you were on your way to New Orleans and you tried to sell this dude the same thing again. I don't remember that happening. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll reluctantly give him $3. Wait. No, I mean, I was going to say, I should have counterfeit money. <laughs> That's what I just paid. Huh? The wooden nickel? Yeah, yeah. I'll pay him in wooden nickel. <laughs> he kind of knows something's up. you like, totem. <laughs> you drop it on the counter and he's like... What the? There's <laughs> the light. He bites it. There was cyanide inside. <laughs> I win. Quick, <laughs> go. I know we're already wanted. <laughs> yeah, I'm already wanted. Right. So. so you all pile into your wagon, and um, who's going to guide the horse? Did anyone take riding? No. Oh wait, I did. I have driving. Oh, that'd make more sense. Driving, uh, I'll basically just say is riding at this point, since I didn't make that distinction. Oh, I have riding too. Oh, okay. Well, wait a minute. I think driving is more applicable. Mm-mm. No, I only have riding. Oh, you just have riding. All right, so yeah. Uh, so somebody who knows how to handle horses can... What uh, did you take for riding? I have an eight. Oh, right? yeah, take that. You have a D8 in riding? No, you've well, got a D4 in riding. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, I have a D4. Oh, so you put a D8 in riding? That. It's not yeah. derived. Oh, yeah, okay. they're not derived. It's just the maximum limit, basically. Not the maximum limit, but the... Then why are they even linked to an attribute? Because occasionally I'll ask you to make an agility roll or a strength roll. Oh. And also for character creation, the... No, I understand that, but, like, do you mean to... You can't... It's like he was saying, it's a limit thing. It's It costs you more to actually... Like... It costs more to raise a skill higher than the derived ability. Stat. So, like, maybe for example, if you have a D10 in shooting but a D in agility, it generally means that your character has trained really fucking hard in knowing how to shoot well, but you're only kind, like, you're pretty good in terms of athletic abilities. So I'm the only one who has riding uh, and a yeah. skill. And Miss Lapway. We both have the same. You guys can, uh, you, you can drive. If you want, you can actually a roll a uh, writing check, and you can use it to aid her roll. Well, are we, like, in dur- under duress? No, no, you're not. But at this point, you can just duress, do it. It's so hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you can hold on, but <laughs> you got five. I got six. Oh, jeez. All right. Hey, guys. No, uh, yeah, five. Right. Yeah, you got five because you only take one, remember? You only have them. So confusing! It's really not. All right. So take the higher one. All right. So Mr. Denby gets in the carriage to begin doing it. Unfortunately, he um, he soon realizes, man, controlling horses with one arm is really fucking hard. Yeah. So uh, Mrs. Lafayette manages to step in to uh, help. I look at you very disapprovingly. Oh, you can see his face turns a little red. Kind of like, Because a lady, lady had to take over for you. You know, you know, Denby, if you had gotten this trinket of the horse lord, the horses would just listen to you. I mean, I won't use it. I, do you have our a trinket people, of the quiet mouse back there? I do. <laughs> I don't use it, though. <laughs> All right. So, uh, because you guys are on a uh, horse, it goes pretty well. Uh, it's about one by the time you reach the sort of turn off as you can call it, to go to the Bouvier uh, plantation uh, it's about probably one o'clock in the afternoon and uh, as you start making your way down the turn off you start noticing that the road starts getting a lot more bumpy and you have to slow down. It looks like uh, this path hasn't been maintained in probably well over a decade so roots and various vines as you go deeper into the bayou sort of grown over and it's making uh, getting through a relatively bumpy passage. Okay. All right. So, uh, if you want to keep pace, you can roll riding again in order to try and keep pace and get there quickly, or you can leave it as is and you'll get there a bit slower. 
Alright, so it takes a bit longer than you expected, but eventually you do manage to sort of see through the trees a sort of large clearing that looks like it was originally for cropland and now is sort of overgrown with various wild plants and so on and so forth. As you get further into the clearing, you come through a rusty gate that has sort of been like, that has been cracked out, a rusty gate that's sort of like fallen apart and is kind of now open, which is pretty easy to get through, and you come across the Bouvier Mansion. It is a large, opulent thing in the style of old Roman pillars out front with a large porch. From the front, the once probably pure alabaster paint has started to peel. Vines are starting to creep up the columns out front, and the whole thing looks like this sort of weird Ozymandian, like, fall from splendor, basically. On the front of it, you can see a withered sort of family, like, emblem with a large B on it. Um, slightly to the right of it, you notice um, there are two crosses that are sticking out in sort of like an open portion of the field. And uh, a bit further beyond that is a really crappy looking wooden shack with like very cruddy tin roofs. Alright, so yeah, you have arrived at the Bouvier Mansion. It is now about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and the heat is really starting to pile on. You're, even people that aren't doing active things like riding the horses are just starting to sweat from the local humidity. Got the vapors. <laughs> I cinch up my big pack. All right. Just get off the get off the uh, wagon. So I, I kind of look around. Mm-hmm. Um. What? Sorry, Meg. What are you wearing? <laughs> so she's still in like full gown corset business. Now I'd ask all of you to please be gentlemen and turn yourselves around. I turn around. So yep. everyone's facing away from her. Mm. She'll strip and put on riding pants. And just like a shirt. Alright. A blouse. A blouse. Alright, so you change into adventuring. Yeah. Alright. So, yeah, uh, you got, so like I said, you've got uh, the big mansion, you have uh, the graves, uh, the two crosses sticking up out, and the crappy wooden shack out in the distance. Oh, give me grave. Very disrespectful on our, on our sacred lands. <laughs> Unseated Salish territory. Do you even know where we are right now? I know. I, I know we're on our land. <laughs> I know my land when I see them. <laughs> right. Well, you know where the guns are then. No. On your lands. I don't know what's in them. You people put them there. Great. So then, let's get on that, shall we? <laughs> I'm gonna go see if anyone's home. <laughs> so I'm gonna go up to the mansion. All right. Hopefully, nothing but the mice. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. I take my gun out. Alright, so, um, you're going to the mansion. What are you guys doing? Or, sorry, Denby's going to the mansion. What are the rest of you guys doing? Um, I'll go to the mansion, too. Same. Alright. Alright. I'll just follow the group. Alright, so as you enter into the mansion, um, the doors are basically, like, molded down. You can pretty much push them over and they sort of fall over. Inside, the it's very dark, very musty sort of smell. And uh, as you're walking in, as your lights sort of adjust to the dimness of the house, since there aren't a lot of windows inside, uh, you see the sort of like large foyer with a stairway coming up the right side of the room. And uh, there's a skeleton on the stairway. Huh. Yikes. How recent? 
Uh, old. Very old. Be old? Yeah, be old. wearing a uniform? Does that have cutlass in it? No, actually. Like, it's rotted down. Like, it's just the skeleton. I go check it out. Anything else there? Um, you find, uh, a spine, the ribcage, two arms, two legs, and, uh... And then when you search it, you find two gold! (laughs) (laughs) Oh! And a fire ring! (laughs) Well, actually, you do find a ring. Um, taking a look at it, it has a similar emblem that is inside the front of the house. I'll take it. (laughs) Uh, Whoa! (laughs) Now we're cursed! <laughs> I'll take it and then I'll just like push the skeleton out of the way. Well, uh, you also notice one other thing. Uh, you're missing a skull. <laughs> like, there's the. Everything else is there, it's just there's no skull. Ooh. I like grab it, I kind of grab it, like, doesn't look like there's a, there's a skull on this one. And then I throw it off the, off the stairs. Alright, so, um. You what s- happened to all that talk about graves? <laughs> Our sacred graves. <laughs> Not yours. When white people die, they just go straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, we don't believe in hell. <laughs> All right, hell's not real. So, uh, just to give you a lay of the room, so you've got the big foyer uh, to the left. There's a door to your left, a door to your right, and then a big staircase, and then a sort of staircase on the right side of the room that goes upstairs. Staircase. Well, let's go. The house. Let's go for the most obvious spot first. I'm thinking probably the basement. All right. So, taking a look around, uh, so base, So, where do you guys start your search? Because I'm assuming you're just looking on the first floor. Do you go right or left? Let's go up. <gasps> okay. <laughs> right, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> right, Lupin, we take the left. You two take the right. Who? <sighs> Mr. I Dubois. think she means us. Uh, Leo and I will go oh, yes. left. Oh, yes. Stop metagaming. <laughs> Calling him uh, when we're doing thievy stuff. Calling you Lupin isn't out of bounds, is it? Well, I am. Or is that a secret name? That that's a secret. Dude, does, oh, she I I know? does she even know? Does she even know? No, no, no. You would know it, but you also know that I don't want to be known as a like uh, as a as a the as a famous cat burglar. Yeah, yeah. I can, I'm from two people who we randomly found under the drunk tank. Yep. Keep this one on of the which DL. has continually tried to. To leverage every anything he can find to get more money out of us. I'm an honest salesman. Alright, so, uh... <laughs> it's literally, it's right there in the character sheet, it's just snake oil. Alright, you're so, just being discriminatory. Of you. Having said that, when I was in Thailand, I got some Cobra Venom muscle cream. It works very well. Yeah, because it probably just numbs the shit out of your muscles. Very yes. relaxed. Don't eat it, though. <laughs> it was like, don't put it in your eyes. Don't put it in, like, an open wound. <laughs> And right. Elia's grandma used to use, like, pure cobalt oil, and apparently it would, like, fizzle. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right, so you, so, uh, Leo and, uh, Violet are heading left? Yes. All right. Cool. And you guys, what do you do after they sh- go off oh, and left? We're heading right. I'm going to use notice. All right, oh, yeah, you use yeah. notice. What? That's that explodes. Mm. And then the other one. Yeah, so. Okay, seven. how do I use mine? I have... Notice. So you have a D4. So you take roll a D4 and a D6, and whatever's the highest, you add two. Okay. Seven. All right. So you guys head off to the left. So you guys head off to the right, and uh, you enter into what looks like what was a fancy dining room. Very nice chairs, opulent tables, candelabras, all of it covered in dust. There's fine kitchenery and the cupboards and stuff like that. Like plates? Yeah. And Okay, I'll take... Is there any silver? Is there any silverware? Yeah, okay, a lot of silver. You start putting putting shit in your sack? Yeah, start putting it in my backpack. Yeah. It's gonna get heavy real fast. It's already heavy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, it's loud. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No stealth. 
I'm just literally like, you can hear this jingle, 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 jingle. It's like I'm wearing chain mail. No. All right, so what he notices is all the silver. What you notice is that this seems, like, really odd. Like, you'd think someone trying to leave or get out of town really fast would take valuable shit like silver and not leave it here. It's like half, is it like half a cup of coffee somewhere? Oh. <laughs> no, no. It's you, still warm. I mean, we've got at least one skeleton wearing a family sigil ring. It's yeah. possible that they did not leave. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't make yeah. that. All right. <laughs> so you guys head over to the um, left, and you guys enter into what looks like a sort of study. There's a, a like, you know, a nice globe, some alcohol. I like, open the globe. That's where the good alcohol is. That is where oh, the good yeah. alcohol is. <laughs> It is in relatively good condition. It seems the globe kept it from getting all dusty and shit. I take a sniff and I'll pour myself a little glass. All right. Sniff While I look sniffer. through all the drawers. <laughs> okay. Seized is sneezed and sneezed. <laughs> what? What? Sorry. Yeah. You've never seen Singing in the Rain? No. Not recently. Megan. Oh, Reynolds, though. Oh, all right. Uh, both of you guys roll notice. Uh, roll a six again. So does that roll it again? That rolls again. <laughs> roll, roll again. It again. <laughs> the son of the devil. Okay. Two. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, and John. Height. <laughs> Five. All right. So you managed to see most. That drink like opens up your eyes <laughs> to the universe. <laughs> oh, people dilate their massive. What's that Bradley Cooper movie where he takes Limitless? No, yeah, no, no, it's no, no, no. Limitless Truck. I can see everything. Congratulations, you can now see the future. <laughs> no. Alright, so, um, John, mostly you come to the same conclusions that Denby did, in that there's a lot of stuff here, like family photo, like photographs, stuff like that. Stuff that if someone was leaving is light enough to take and probably wouldn't be left around. Uh, you notice, however, that uh, one of the corners of the carpet is, like, flipped up. Oh, I pull the carpet up. Both of you guys roll spirit. Ooh. Spirit? Jesus, does it smell More bad? skeleton! <laughs> so do you roll a wild with that? Or yes. Okay. Wild dies with uh, pretty much every roll except damage. Roll. Oh. And uh, John, take your minus two for doubting Thomas. Okay, so that's one. <laughs> you doubt oh, me? <laughs> Is there going to be a ghost? Well, yes! as you Slinks. So as you pull back the thing, you do oh, not find six. an entrance to a basement. However, strange runic, you think, drawings are oh sort of seen under, under in a weird sort of circle pattern. Looking at it gives you, you're sort of like kind of unnerved by it. Uh, you, however, Wait, are, who? Uh, sorry. Violet is sort of unnerved about it, but you've seen worse things working in a dance hall. And uh, But uh, Leonard, on the other hand, you are somewhat taken aback by this as you grasp your cross and uh, sort of shiver a little bit. You sort of feel this sense of dread on your shoulders now all of a sudden. Looks like you shouldn't have made fun of old Lucky <laughs> Pete! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there. All right, yeah. so... Um, you hear it in your head, though. Yeah. yeah, so you kind of, like, get this feel, like, you know, you get that chill through your spine, but other than that, nothing happens. Looks like whatever was drawn here was drawn a while ago, and it sort of stained onto the floor underneath it. Uh-huh. All right. Satanic? Um, you can actually roll common knowledge since you're uh, New a- New Orleans native. So roll smarts. Okay. So your smart die plus your d6. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, eight. All right. 
you seem to remember a lot of people from, like, during the time before all of the sort of Confederates thing, a lot of sort of stories came out of the various denizens that you worked at at the dance hall. And you seem to remember a lot of them talking about uh, people from Haiti that came in as slaves that practiced some weird religion. Voodoo, you think? Voodoo! But yeah, other than that, you don't know much about it. I don't know that voodoo was ever not a thing in New Orleans. Mm. Because they make such a big deal of it now, so... (laughs) But yeah, this definitely sort of screams that, but mostly because it's just not clearly, like, you know, Christian. Mm. But yeah, other than that, you don't really find much else other than, again, going through the drawers, you find a lot of stuff that looks like, you know, very easy, high-value stuff you could take and probably not, like... Alright, so, um, for... Thank you. I'm gonna call you guys Team LV and you guys PT. So, uh, Team PT, you've got both the door back before you. Team PT! Alright, well, I could call him TP, but that'd probably be worse. (laughs) There's nothing good for you. So, Team uh, PT, uh, you guys just see a single sort of door heading sort of to the back of the dining room. Okay, so we open it and we get into a hallway. And then then the hallway repeats a bunch. (laughs) No, uh, you, Team PT, okay? Yeah. Uh, team VT, you also have sort of a thing that's sort of like uh, going off uh, doorway, sort of from the foyer. There's another one sort of facing what you'd call north, basically. Well, we'll go through our door. All right. Yeah. So Team PT goes through the door, and you guys find yourself into the kitchen. Um, and basically, again, same story here. Lots of pots, pans. Um, you smell a stench coming from a larder. Obviously smells like something's rotting. Is there, are there any nice still? knives? I know, still. Uh, there's like one, but like it's it. it's rusted pretty badly. It's not nice if it's rusted. <laughs> it was a, it was a Hinkles. Yeah, it was a <gasps> it was a nice knife, but like you know the humidity of the swamp has rusted it through and through. Fine. Um, both of you guys roll notice. There's a ghost. I know, just like that Scooby Doo one where the zombies. Eight. Eight. Uh, that explodes, so you can roll it again. Man, I wish it was Wait, Princess uh, the Frog. Four. So, five plus two, so seven. Oh, I add them? Uh, no, you have notice. Yeah, alertness, right? Yeah. So you rolled four, and then you rolled one. So when a die explodes, you, you, it adds adding. Oh. Yeah. Like, these are separate rolls, essentially. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All right, so both of you guys kind of notice it at the same time, but you notice that there's this very weird, like, oblong section of the kitchen. Like, there basically, there's a doorway that leads into the room where you can see Team LV looking around. And you notice there's, like, this section of the wall that's kind of, like, juts out very oddly and kind of goes all the way to the wall. And it's just kind of there. Like, there's nothing on it. There's nothing hanging on it. There's nothing up against it. It's just kind of there. I'm going to walk over to it and give it, like, a... Put my ear close and give it a tap-tap. Definitely hollow. All right. I'm going to look around for something big and heavy. All right. Well, pretty easy. You're in a kitchen. Uh, Cast iron pans... A lot of stuff like that, All but right. nothing particular. I'll pick up the biggest cast iron pan. All right. Walk over to it and uh, take a swing at it. So you guys have entered into another room, which looks like sort of, uh, I guess you can call it sort of like a guest bedroom, sort of very simple uh, bed, stuff like that. And then you all of a sudden hear a wham from the other side of the wall. Explodes. I like the thinking. Seven. Can I, can I join him in feeding the wall? Or yeah. Does the house collapse? Unnecessary. You hear... Uh, I believe our friends have... Uh, Decided that the fastest way into the basement is through the fall. Is it? Is it wall? Through the 
Who's the one? Who's the one? At this point, you guys sort of notice them as well as you look into your room. There's also, again, a sort of jut in the wall that sort of comes out really oddly. Like, oh, like essentially it's the wall, and then there almost seems to be something jutting out of it. Yeah. Like, here's the wall. And then there's just like this weird outcropping. Basically, it looks like there's a secret passage. So just yeah. imagine what a secret passage would look like. Big neon sign that says secret passage, do not yeah. look. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, you start, so you two start making quick work of the wall. It's pretty easy. It's very rotten and all that sort of stuff. You start smacking it down, and sure enough, it enters into what looks like a very shoddily constructed staircase. We found a way in the basement! You notice, looking up, there seems to be some sort of hatch that uh, is like about a flight up, effectively. Sort of like a spiral staircase. You can see a hatch, basically, directly above you guys when you stick your head through. Wait, there's a hatch up and stairs down? Yeah. So, like, there's a hatch uh, from where the second floor is, and then it's a staircase that goes down. Oh, okay. So the secret passageway goes through more room four. Okay. Yeah. And then the uh, kind of cutout area that we're at, does that, would that be Yeah, it's sort of side? like, yeah, so basically here's the wall, and it basically looks like that there's something, like, that juts out like this. It's and like there's an extra no, no. room. Okay, yeah. in the but what I'm asking is, based on where they are, that's, they're not the same passage. No, they're the same passage. Yeah, okay. it's, 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 we're on either side of a wall, so essentially it's like yeah. two rooms, and then in between them is okay. a, is That's a, what is I was asking before room. we tried to open our yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. yeah, so basically it looks like You should the... come around to ours. Yeah, yeah. We, we go to investigate what they found. All right, so yeah, uh, so you guys find... I, I look down. Uh, ladies first! <laughs> what a gentleman. Hmm. I'll start walking my way down the spooky staircase. Actually, wait, I'll pause, go into the kitchen... <laughs> And grab a candle. Ah, good idea. I was about to say, start making agility checks in the dark. You've all got matches. So you just get, I'll just hold my match. <laughs> I'll just set myself on fire. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Real good. Okay, I got a full layer of, of oil on myself. It'll take a while before it gets to my skin. He's literally a natural candle. There's yeah. so much just... Are there candles I'm in very the waxy. stairway that I could light? No, no, it looks like it's all basically there. Uh, there oh, is, yeah. you do notice looking up, there is actually a lantern that is hung up near the hatch. Someone want to go grab that lantern? I will. Alright. So. Go ahead, uh, mister. <laughs> <laughs> so uncivilized. <laughs> I'm trying to be culturally sensitive. Nah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to make a, build a bridge here and you're just tearing it down. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So... You guys make your way down the spiral staircase. It's a bit shaky, but you guys don't really... You're taking your time getting down there. Goes down, you'd estimate, about a floor, you'd say? Most of it seems to be, like, going away from plaster, and as you go down, you start noticing that it's more out of, like, uh, solid, packed dirt and rock. And as you get down lower and lower, you finally come to what looks to be a large, sort of, wrought iron door. That sort of like it sort of comes down to the end, and then there's basically the door right there. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, trying the door, uh, it's locked. Should we shoot the lock up? That would be a bad idea. You're what? telling me here in this den of thieves, none of you know how to pick a lock. Well, I have one way in a. Oh. I, I have the cast iron pan. <laughs> yeah, so I started hitting it. With we literally iron. have two thieves. Neither of you took lock picking. I did. Lock picking. Okay. All right, I'm re- I'm, re- I'm reaching back. <laughs> no. There is a better way. You need to uh, just make love to the lock. A lock is like a woman. You must caress it gently. Well, the lock is... I was about to make a joke about entering it, but that would be even worse. (laughs) Just tugging like a dirty... Guys, guys, let John offer his in-character explanation. Uh, uh, (laughs) Okay, 
go back from that. Old doors like these, they uh, sometimes the lock just comes undone if you uh, tap it in the uh, right place. Hopefully that right place means uh, I can get away with just a four. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. It like You do the Fonzie thing of like elbowing it, and then you try it, and then you try elbowing it again, <laughs> and then you hear something junk, and then it opens up. Yeah. It was a bit sticky, but uh, nothing can resist the smooth moves of Phantom Lupin. <laughs> I, my cast iron pan goes back in the bag. <laughs> Please, after you. Thank so, you. As you open it up, there's a distinct hiss of like air moving through and you're sort of hit with a smell of dust and stuff like that. And you open up into a small sort of like 10 by 5 room that is loaded with basically like you see weapon racks and guns and all that sort of stuff. Well, that was easy. It seems as though we have found our prize. Wait, let's just check that they didn't leave any other surprises. Well, if you're trying to avoid traps, this... Bangle of Eagle's Vision. <laughs> Shall we all roll notice? No, yeah, go ahead and roll yes? notice. No? Well, if it works so well, why don't you put it on and then take oh, a walk no, through no, that no, room? No, no. Couldn't do that. They will be used. I can't sell a used item. Well, without a product demonstration, then I guess we're just going to have to do the seal fashion. All right. Fourteen? Uh, yeah, pretty much, like, as you sort of, like, open the door, you notice that there's a small catch, and, um, you look up, and it sort of seems to crawl across the ceiling, but you can't see it from where it goes, like, beyond the door. Well, as a master thief, (laughs) uh, do you have a skill in master thievery? No. Not yet. Um, okay, so it's like a... It's basically like, you know those um, latchkey locks that you sort of slide across? It's sort of like that tied to the door, but it sort of like goes up and around the door. Right. And so it's like a tripwire. Yeah. Maybe. So basically, what I figure is the line mm-hmm. is attached to a shotgun trigger mm-hmm. somewhere up above the door. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just going to... Uh, I can have, like, a utility, like, knife. Oh, yeah, right? sure. That's easy enough. Yeah. Or you can literally ask, like, anybody else here that all got knives. Yeah, and just, like, oh, take yeah. it and, like, Good cut idea. the... Nothing happens. You open the door, and sure enough, there is a shotgun pointing directly at the door at about head level. Eagle eyes. But you said you weren't going to use it. No, no, It was just being in proximity. Oh, so imagine, now it's all used up, like you said. That's if you too bad. It. <laughs> all right. So, uh, entering into the room, um, Denby, you're sort of a man about town, more or less, in terms of knowing weapons. <laughs> those were air quotes. Yeah, for, yeah. for, for, for those listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh-huh. a very... All right, so you're sort of a man about town. Uh, yeah. Roll your smarts die, which is, smarts so, is... your smarts plus a d6. Okay. Or smarts okay. and a d6, I should start saying. And you can roll that d6 again. And then roll it again. Ooh. Ooh. Well, triple, triple six! Triple six! Oh. Seventeen. You start going about these various weapons like a kid in a candy store. You start picking out things you've seen before. That's a Henry Lever action. That is... I'm super old. No, actually. They're in relatively good condition. Oh. It looked like the room was relatively well sealed. Like, most of the iron on these things is probably pretty good. There's a few rust spots here and there, but you can buff those out. But you start going through, you find about 20 or so repeating rifles, which is a pretty big thing, considering that all of these are stamped with property of the CSA on them. That's a problem. Uh, And you also find, holy shit, that is a Lamat revolver. 
to anybody else looking at them, you see what looks like a revolver. But, oh, I see guns. But the uh, cylinder is around a big hollow tube. You know for a fact that that tube is hooked up to a second trigger that allows it to fire a shotgun shell. Mine now. <laughs> There's about five of those. I'll take, and I'll take one of the repeating rifles. Alright, so you're going to steal from the guns you were asked to deliver? Yeah. He doesn't know how many are here. Oh, no. and also to show him that we have them. Well, we, we brought a wagon. Uh, we're, wait, we're going to bring all the guns to him? I thought we were telling him where they, that they were here. No, no, no he no, asked no, you no. to bring them to view. Oh. He knew they were here. No, yeah. oh, do we have enough room to. We're the pack. That was literally the plan. That was the wagon. <laughs> okay. But yeah, wanted but, to walk. but yeah, no, like, you see there's enough weapons and ammo in here to basically outfit probably, like, an entire battalion with repeating rifles and shotgun pistols. These guys would have been deadly if the un- if the Confederates had managed to get their hands on them. I'm gonna go upstairs and see if I any of the beds still have bed sheets on them. Uh, <laughs> alright, so you head <laughs> upstairs. That's a very creepy, specific thing. Do Wrap you, all the guns in. Do you tell oh, uh, all the, uh... I thought you were just like, I want some new bed sheets! <laughs> I wanna see if there's still skin on them! <laughs> I'm all right. uh, so, do you tell anybody that you're going upstairs, or do you just leave? I take the rifle and I, I walk out. Alright. One rifle... <laughs> All right. Well, like you, uh, I'm just, you know enough That's about right. rifles to basically check, and it's empty. But uh, yeah, so you take one of the rifles, you head upstairs. There's no ammo in here. There's ammo in here, but it's yeah. loose ammo. It's not like loaded into the weapons. I'm gonna. Can I just stick my, my hand into a, into a box of ammo and pull out? Pull out. <laughs> just load it on the way. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You you dunk your like their, the rifles are in like nice neat little boxes. You kind of like just paw at some of them, stuff them in your pocket, and start loading the rifle as you go up the yeah. stairs. All right. So once he's out of the room. Does anyone else feel like he is going to come back and shoot us? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gotta start loading my I know, I was, I was already loading my gun too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, who's so... gonna take the, the shotgun above the door? <laughs> <laughs> the loader cut, nice! Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh it's a break action, so it's got uh, it has one shot in it in one of the things. And you can see there's some other shotguns and some shotgun shells around. Yeah. Alright, so uh, you get back upstairs, uh, and as you're sort of going through, you notice that the sun's starting to get pretty low in the sky. That's what the vampires come <laughs> Uh But yeah, you basically head upstairs, you oh, mine the skeleton. Uh, as you go upstairs, and yeah, again, pretty much everything here is still pretty pristine. Though, uh, you enter into what looks like the master bedroom, and uh, there's a skeleton laying in the bed. Is there a blood stain on the bed? Uh, well, there might have been, but like, it's been 15 years. Whatever was here is like, rotted through. Well... Oh, so the bed sheets are all gone? Uh, bed sheets are fine. Uh, everything underneath it, though, is trashed. What? So, wait, wait, excuse me. So, the skeleton is if, underneath. Okay, if, if somebody died on the bed sheet. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. I'm so, so, uh, sorry. So, there's a, I'm assuming there's a blood stain on the bed, on where the bed sheet was, or the bed sheet's gone. Um, well, actually, I would assume. They died a natural death. At minimum, her, the rotting body would have rotted the sheets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, yeah, you're yeah, right. The sheets, so the sheets are rotted. The cover, uh, that's sort of like at the foot of the bed. Are there any in, like, a cupboard? Um, you can take if a look around. you find the linen closet. No. Roll notice. It smells like cedar still. Yeah, maybe, maybe the moss didn't get to it. That's a great uh, ball uh, No, unfortunately. This looks like one of the rooms that actually did look like something was taken from it. But, uh, yeah, looking at the skeleton on the bed, same thing. Is it a, is it a man or a woman? Uh, it's a skeleton. You can't tell. Definitely can tell. Do you have knowledge biology? I'm gonna try. All right, roll, <laughs> a, uh, roll your smarts at a minus two. Was the ring the other guy was wearing a man's ring? 
Can you determine that from a ring? I don't know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, finger size. Okay. Finger size, the design. Yeah. Women's rings are usually like small or stones. I got a minus one. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you think. Clearly, clearly it's a uh, child skeleton. <laughs> yes. Uh, the it had gigantism, I can tell. <laughs> or fan syndrome. Uh, you can, yes, so you can tell from the ring that was on the stairs, that one is a woman's ring. It's very oh. small. Um... Yes, so you look at the skeleton. That's a skeleton. It's also missing its head. But, uh... Oh, well. Oh, yeah, I mentioned to, um... To Denby about the, like, voodoo circle that we found in the office. I wonder if it had something to do with that missing skull. You hear from upstairs, Now it's two missing skulls! You know how to shoot that, ma'am? But I... Do the thing with cock the gun, that's the word. And then lose the shell and then pick it up and put it back in. (laughs) There's a lot around. I'm not I'm not that worried about waste. Alright. So uh yeah, so you go up and you search around. Do you take the other ring that's on the bed? Oh, is there another one? Yep. Yep, I'll take it. This one is definitely touch them both of them together. My by my powers combined. (laughs) I have slavery. (laughs) Take the four miles Fuck it. <laughs> but uh yeah, this one is much wider, it's definitely a man's ring. But uh yeah, so loading the guns takes a bit of time. At this point it's getting to about sunset. You could possibly try and make the trip back through the bayou at night, but that's a sketchy proposition. I'm not sleeping in this house, y'all can fuck yourselves. I'll leave you here. There's the shack. That's yeah, that's way better. I'm just shack. I'm just gonna sleep in the gun room. Sleeping shifts. Wait, are we packing up all the guns? Yeah, so you've got most of the, you've got the guns in the back of the wagon now. Oh, okay, I thought, okay. Well, yeah. okay. So did I find anything that we could use to cover them? Yeah. Um, we can't just take a pile of guns. We can't just well, he, did, he gave us some sacks for Yeah, starters. you have oh. some sacks. Oh, okay. And that also, literally part of the interaction. They, there's some sacks, and there's also still some sheets in the uh, guest bedroom. Yeah, there's okay. probably also, like, sacks in the kitchen, like, yeah. that had potatoes or whatever. I wrap my rifle in, in, in the bed sheet. And put it on on the side of my pack so I can take off. Did you know, fun history fact, um, in around like the 30s to even like early 60s, a lot of flower sacks were made of fabric and would actually have like dress patterns on them. Yeah. So that people could make make dresses dresses out of of them because of the like fabric sort of is. Alright. Just laying So yeah, you could attempt to try and go back to the bayou at night with only a lantern to guide you. Ooda lolly. (laughs) Or. Yeah, so what are you guys going to do? It's I'm, getting pretty late. Unfortunately, I didn't bring any of my uh, owl pendants, so it might not be a good idea to go out in the evening. I mean, I know the area. Super cursed. I'm not staying in that spooky old house overnight. Would you rather be based out in the spooky bog? Alright, that's one no, one yes for leaving. What's the vote? Ooh, a vote. Add two to So this is that democracy on the white yeah. people you're talking about. I feel so honored. <laughs> I take your vote away. <laughs> you can't. I thought you mine. I earned no. it. That vote zeroes out. Technically speaking, nobody at the in this party can vote. <laughs> French, woman, native. Woman, native. Dude, that's a man. Oh, that's a white, that's yes, a white that's man. a white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yes, obviously. Can you, can you, you might like John's character might be able to vote depending if on we the were in France. If yeah. he owns land, yeah. If he owns land, yeah, he doesn't own land. Oh. 
I you did own land in France, and then Napoleon was like, this is going to be grounds for troop conscription. And you're like, well, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay, so, uh, who would your suggestion be? <clears throat> Miss, uh, Lafayette? Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Lafayette? <laughs> Do you have a wedding ring on? No. <laughs> I have other rings. Um, you'd like to speak to your deceased husband. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like, dead, but if I saw him, he would be. Oh, um, okay. I uh, take a step back. <laughs> I think we should just risk it and hoof it through the night and get back to town. If anything, it might be better to deliver these guns in the night. I don't really want people in the neighborhood seeing me cavorting around with you, the likes of you. No offense. I I am completely unfazed by the comment. Almost <laughs> as if I've heard it dozens of times. <laughs> Uh, what's your what do you want to do I'm talking to Lupin, Lupin. Uh, yeah, she Leonard. Is Leonard. Leonard whatever we yeah, say Lupin out of character yeah obviously yeah. Yeah. Uh, she knows the area better than I do I uh, will go with her knowledge <sighs> alright alright so you guys are going to attempt to do it by nightfall yeah this house is fucking uh, this is what voting feels like I guess <laughs> Democracy is an old crap to me. Make every vote count. It's important. Voting reform. Alright. Hang the lantern on the front of the, the thing and cart. get going. And then wait until Harry makes our wheels break. No, until we get attacked by zombies. Mm. Alright, I'm gonna unwrap my gun then. Alright. Yeah, and no. then I'm just gonna be sitting sitting in the back with that. Yep. So that uh so just in case it's important, not saying will be, um, that the repeating rifles that you have is a Spencer. Uh, it does 2d8 damage and holds 7 bullets. What about the shotgun? The shotgun uh, does 3d6 at close range, 2d6 at uh, medium range, and, one, and 1d6 at long range. Basically, the closer you are, the more damage it does, and it holds 2 shots. Uh, what about my fabulous gun? Uh, what did you take again? The, the shotgun pistol. Oh, the shotgun pistol? Uh, let me find that. Is it like one round? Uh, that's for the shotgun. Um, you have, that's it's still just 2d6, but it holds nine shots. Ooh, and you have nine. one shotgun uh, bullet in it that can fire again. 3d6 at short range, 1d6 at uh, long range, and 2d6 at medium range. Was that the only handgun? Uh, there were about five of those. But, like, there was no other style of handgun? Because I'll take whatever handgun it is. Alright, yeah. There so which one was that? Uh, that is the Lamat Grape Shot Pistol. So it's nine... Uh, so the pistol is nine shots, 2d6 damage. And then the shotgun uh, is one shot, but it's one to 3d6 depending on range. So either the guy's five feet away from you, ten feet away from you, or twenty feet away from you. Is there AP on that? Uh, on the pistol, AP one. On the shotgun, no. Alright, so you guys are going to I'm attempt to make the ride back to town in the dark. So, uh, you can guys can go it as a slow pace, which will take a while, but you won't have to roll anything. Or, you can try to get there faster, but that's going to be a riding roll at severe penalties. Severe penalties? Minus four. It's dark, it's not familiar, you've only gone through it once, and well, there's vines on the road. Let's just try. We both have riding. Or we could go no, slow. No, let's go slow. Let's go slow. Fine. Alright. 
The only thing worse than being trapped in the swamp is being trapped in the swamp with a broken wagon. Bye. Denby is unhappy with this. You want to take a gamble? (laughs) Denby says as he shuffles cards with one hand. I did take gambling. Alright, so you guys take it slow. I did. Uh, To what extent? Just a it's a fairly bumpy ride, since, um, you know, you're going slow and it's fine, so it's, like, really uneven. But you guys are going at a slow enough pace that you don't run into any major problems. Everybody roll me notice. <laughs> Spookies! Spooky scary. Eleven. Ten. Five. All right. So you guys, as you're going through, uh, who got more than four? Everybody. Everybody. So you all notice it pretty quickly. You see the telltale signs of torchlights moving along the trail further up ahead. Um, I'm going to pull into like a side path okay. and douse the lantern. All right. I've just got my gun trained on the area. Okay. So it takes about, mm, say, ten minutes and you suddenly start hearing voices. God fucking damn it, Jeremiah. Why the fuck are we doing this at night? Well, sir, you told me that we didn't want to be sound. Yeah, but we could have gone late evening. For fuck's sakes, now Johnson's rolled his fucking ankle. And basically you hear them trudging along, trudging along. And uh, as they get closer, um, who got more than eight? Ten. Oh, sorry, eleven. Ten. All right. Uh, So you're the only American. So you immediately realize that these guys, there's about seven of them, uh, and they're all wearing Confederate greys. I slowly take off my bag. And then You're I a little late put, to the party. And then I pull my hood up, and then I put my bandana on, so no. that you can only see my eyes. Well, and then I tra- train my gun on them. Yeah. Uh, well, you remember what was stamped on the guns? Property of the CSA, Confederate States of America. I, if any of you can see me, I do this. Yeah, but the, yeah we're, we're post... They lost. Yeah, but it's not There's still some of them left. When you lose, you don't go like, Oh, you know what? I was wrong. I should stop thinking. I don't want to say they were, like, all dead. I just mean... Walking around in your uniform seems like a sketchy idea when you're in, um, what's the other half? Union. Union, sorry. I kept wanting to say allied. Yeah, well, when you're it's, union it's not illegal to be a Confederate vet, unfortunately. True. So, uh, as they're going along... You oh, actually, the- I'm sorry. After seeing them, I, I go to everyone and make, like, an X across for me, like, an X over my chest, you know, Confederate, so that if... For the people who didn't see, yeah, uh, and so John, uh, you don't—you're kind of familiar with the local area customs. You don't recognize the Confederate greys. You do recognize that some of them are armed with like looks like sort of like wooden clubs, and a couple of them are rolling around with uh, what you think are revolvers. The guy at the front of the pack looks like he has some sort of rifle over his shoulder, and he's wearing like a cap with a little insignia on it. Okay, uh, I'm going to like. Silently flip off the cart and yeah, get some cover. Get get into get cover. Seat. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm using the wagon as cover, so I'm like in the bed of it, and then I, my I gun can is. Also, is, try to put the wagon in like a, an inconspicuous kind of like around the bend. All right. Um, so as they get a bit closer, one of the uh, ones goes, uh, "Sir, we we have a problem." Fucking what, Jeremiah? Uh, sir, look. Yeah, there's fucking tracks. So what? No, they're wagon tracks. And they all suddenly look at each other and they go, "Oh shit!" And they douse their torches. How are all running around? Be- because they didn't want to get noticed. Yeah, yeah. That we might be union. There's a wagon track going in one direction, but there's not a wagon track going in the other direction. So they think we are still there. All right, everybody will stealth. Fifteen. 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 Fifteen.
I'm not moving. You don't have to. Stealth. Oh, look, no, I backed out my D8. Oh, well then. Woo! I want stealth. Woo! This is the stealthiest. Oh, wait, so stealthy. why are we... Why are we... Well, that's a 21. <laughs> You're fine. Um, because nice. now they noticed you and they're sort of fanning and they're sort of like... They were marching and they were sort of like moving in like a group thing. And now they've kind of fanned out and are sort of looking around. They are alert to your presence. As well. I, I rolled eleven, actually. Yeah, because I, I thought I realized. Are like, we still you, on the like, properties? Uh, you're. Are we on the main road? You're you're still on that side road going to the actual thing, the okay. one that was overgrown okay. with vines. Because I was thinking we were back on the road, and I was like, "Why the fuck is it that alarming that there's like?" No, no, you're on the road that's clearly abandoned. Also, I'm gonna slip on my. I got my, uh, uh, eleven. Your mat, your feast mat, your feast mask. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, what did everyone get? Eleven. Three. Okay, well, they got a nine. So, as they start fanning out, um, what are you doing when you see that they're sort of, like, looking around and stuff? Um, well, when they started coming up, I also kind of, like... Ducked around the wagon? Alright, so, uh, you duck over the wagon, and you do, like, a little vault, and your wooden arm hits the side of the wagon. (laughs) Doink! What the... And they all sort of point, and they're like, Who's there?! The big one, you can kind of see him in the silhouette by his cap. It goes, Jeremiah, fire a warning shot in that direction. Okay, wait, what do we want to do? What's the plan? Uh, uh, we have a plan? Should we pretend to be just, like, random people? That's what I'm considering. We literally have a bed. All right, so you hear... No, the thing is, we're on basically a very long driveway. Yeah. That only yeah. leads to one place. Yeah. So we need to have a plausible reason... Why we'd be there? All right. So we're selling. Um, so Jeremiah, you Jeez. hear the uh, you hear like the sound of a hammer cocking back, and then how many are with them? Uh, when you saw, you saw there were six, and then seven is the big guy. And uh, he sort of aims in the general direction of where he hears the noise, and he goes, "It's a gunshot. It doesn't hit the wagon." Sorry, do you sir, something's there? Could just be a gator. Shut the fuck up, Jeremiah. God damn it. Does anyone have duck calls? <laughs> This is the sound of the friendly loon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the loon. loon. That, like, well-known southern animal. <laughs> loon! Yeah, yeah. Loon! That's what they sound like, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Mm, give me one Wait, second here. Does anyone have throwing? Oh, throwing is actually a skill. It, it is, it. actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, we can throw a rock behind them. Fucking Jeremiah, you idiot. The guy at the front, the rifle, and he fires, and it embeds itself in the wagon. You hear like, kunk! Alright, now come out nice and fucking slowly. Alright, so since I got a 21 on my stealth check. You are basically invisible. This shit ain't nothing. Run around behind them! Yeah, no. Can I get, like, behind them? Yeah, that's pretty easy. Well, like, there's enough ambient noise in the swamp that moving through it but is... But that's why only one of us failed our stealth rolls, so... Maybe only one of us has to go out, and the rest of us can maybe get behind the other. I am in the cart. If any of them come near, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot them okay. too. <laughs> oh, we're going to do that. Yeah, you're going to you're going to do that. All right. So yeah, Jeremiah, light the fucking torch again, and you hear like a, and it lights up, and now and then we shoot them all. No, yeah. sort of, you can sort of see that it illuminates the front side of the wagon, but it's still fairly dim. Okay. So can anyone that's behind the wagon is still relatively uncovered. Can they see my gun? No, poking out from the side. <laughs> Just of- like too little. No. The glint in the moonlight. Well, well, well. Alright, now come on out! We don't want to hurt you. Just uh, want to make sure we're getting what's rightfully ours. Alright. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, gotta oh, shoot oh, him. Yep. Uh, I know it's here. So, you better do your thing, because I'm about to. 
I'm about to. Yeah. Okay. So you're not gonna. You're just gonna shoot him first and ask questions later. Fuck yeah. Yeah. They're, right. conf- they're wearing Confederate outfits. It's not illegal. Whatever. All right. So they're, they're trying to take our payday. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, my concern. I'm a wanted criminal already. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not for murder, but I'll kill a man. All me. right. So um, before we do this, there is a special rule for this that I just need to look up because you guys have most of you have the drop on them. You don't, unfortunately. I'm just wanting to pull this up. Actually, it should be on the bottom of your sheet. Yes. All right. So you guys. So everybody except Yvette has the drop on them. Which means you get a plus four to your attack roll and to your damage roll. Oh. And they can't do anything since they're surprised this round. Which one is the leader? Uh, the guy in the cap. Oh, okay. It is dim. I'm going to say that it's relatively dim light since they only have one torch lit. So it's a cumulative plus two for your shoot roll, but then just plus four to damage. Wait, so plus two to shoot? That, yeah. That's the, okay. that's the thing. I assume we're shooting now? Yeah. Don't you have Code of Honor? Yeah, no. Code of Honor is about, like, my thievery. Ah. <laughs> so, not, you, no, so, no, so you can dick ass stab. What, what is your Code of Honor? For uh, my Code of Honor is that if I am robbing somebody, um, I. You, you know, if you're thieving, you're not a robber. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, if I'm thieving from someone, you don't hurt it's them. minimum force. The gun is more for intimidation, mm-hmm. and I only and I only shoot at people if they've shot first. They already okay. shot. Ah, true. Didn't, and right. you're not stealing from them either. Yeah, I'm not stealing from them either. No, uh, well, the CSA doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have no I, also I also have no idea that there's a connection there. Yeah, not... you're French. You will be confederate. What is this? Is this some sort of Napoleon army? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, right, wait, so who wait, is aiming at who? You sneak man. I'm gonna, well, no, we can't. There's no way we would know. But I'm shooting the leader. All right, so... Well, no, I just mean for, like, damage and stuff. Okay. So, you're shooting the guy in the cap. Yeah. What are you shooting at, John? Uh, I'm shooting at one of the guys with a, uh... Anybody... Uh, okay, someone should shoot the guy with the torch, but, I mean, you do whatever you want. Uh... So, just to recap, you see that they're... It might be harder for us to aim at them if they don't... If- they know we're here now. And they're all yeah, illuminated they're by the torch. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so um, just to let you guys remember, there are three guys that you can clearly see with pistols, and the other three are sort of armed with like what looks like oh, yeah. old rifle stocks that they kind of fashion into clubs. Okay, so I'll, I'll go after one of the ones with the pistol. Yeah, go with guns yeah, first. Exactly. All right, so leader, leader, so leader, pistol leader, pistol leader. And you are unfortunately trying to get your arm back into position to shoot. My arm's fine. Yeah. All right. Do we so, have the, cover because of the wagon? Yes. Yeah. Don't you have quick draw? I do. Does, it, does, yeah. it, does that do something? Uh, you don't have to roll multiple actions to draw your gun. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, we, we all we all have yeah. guns out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't apply. Here. Yeah. All right. So everybody roll their attacks to hit with a plus two bonus, right? Yes. Plus okay. two. How, how? So you're all shooting. You shooting? Uh, you aren't surprising them, so you aren't going this round. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I got a plus what? Uh, plus two. Okay. Six. A six? <laughs> I like it from their perspective. He's like, oh, come on out now. And then he shoots the wagon, then he's like, bam, bam, bam! <laughs> oh, know. shit, we hit the bullets! The wrong wagon train to mess with, buddy. Uh, yeah, so I got... Did they not think that if someone had stolen all their guns, they would have guns? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's why they take all their guns. <laughs> Remember, these, are the, guys, these are the guys that went to war because they thought, no, 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 Britain totally needs us for cotton. We will be fine without realizing that Britain basically owned most of India at this point. They were not smart people. They were not smart in their attempts at war. Right. right now you're going to alienate all our Confederate fans. <laughs> 
that's our hundred percent of our fan base. <laughs> yeah, I thought so, uh, but apparently not. Uh-huh. They think we're all white. Jokes on them. All right, uh-huh. uh, who got more than four? Uh, I did. Uh, all right, did anyone get over eight? No. All right, so uh, you hit with a raise. John did, by the way. John raised his hand. John, yes. So you hit with a raise. Uh, so you add an extra d6 to your uh, damage. Everybody else roll the damage of whatever gun you're using. Okay, uh, I'm using the shotgun. What range am I at? Uh, you stuck around behind him, right? And we yeah. add four to the damage, right? Uh, yes, plus four. Uh, so I'm going to say you're at medium range, so 2d6. 2d6 right, so plus two. Just like behind him with the gun behind his head. That's like personal kid. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Lupin is the edgiest person. Yeah. And uh, all of these dice can ace. Are you fucking oh, kidding me? Oh! You uh, plus four, though. Alright. So um, yeah, like, so they, they can explode? Yes. Okay. Tight, tight, tight. And we add these. Kind yes. Of these ones, the damage you add. Okay. And then I add plus four on top of that, right? Yes. Because you have the drop on there. Nice, John. He's got no spleen! Or any body. <laughs> he's not no... He's Wait, can I, can I double tap with the repeating rifle? Uh, yeah, you can double tap with the uh, this thing. It's a semi-auto. Okay, so do I have to roll again? To hit? Um, you kind of have to say double tap before you roll. Well, why wouldn't I, though? And also, I didn't know. Okay. I'll give it to you this time, but just... Well, roll. is there a penalty? Um, you just get a plus one to damage. That's pretty much it. Or a plus one to hit, basically. Sorry. Oh, then, oh, I already hit, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I thought it was two dam. I thought it was two damage instances. All right, so what? you did damage. Uh, so you did how much damage? Six. Six. <laughs> two. I got two ones. Nice. Uh, oh crap! That was the wrong thing to add. All right. Wait, is 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 weapon damage cumulative or is it still the highest? Weapon damage is the one where you add. Okay. So you did how much? Six. All right, so. You manage to, so you fire off, and it's a bit wider than you'd like, but it does manage to sort of, like, skim past the guy at the cap's shoulder, and he kind of, like, reels backwards. Uh, John, yeah, you just fucking obliterate this dude. Like, you know in westerns, where, like, the dude gets shot, and he, like, tumbles backwards somehow? The Django style. Yeah, like, just straight up, like, he just, you launch him into the darkness, and he's never seen again. (gasps) Do rocket blasting off again! <laughs> That's a Wilhelm screen. And uh, how much damage did you do? Uh, 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 uh. Add you die plus four. Thirteen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guy's dead. Are they gonna start running now? <laughs> Probably. Two uh, out of six are dead. Two of them are the ones. They only have one guy with a gun left. I know. Oh, and the main guy. Get a pistol, didn't he? The, uh, the he has a wasn't rifle. It, oh, wasn't shit. it one rifle, two pistols? One rifle, three pistols, three clubs. Okay. Yeah. Still so, not great odds. Wait, so, so you took a pistol. So there's seven of them. Yeah. Does anyone have intimidation? <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus, that explodes. Uh, so he rolled an 18 on his intimidation roll to keep his men in line. As he shouts out, Curse your damn hides and stand your ground, you pussy-licking shits! <laughs> <laughs> that was not the way you wanted to say that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, through some fear of thing, they managed censor? to... Beep, 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 beep. I don't think that's the worst thing we've said today. No, probably Today? <laughs> Add three to the racy joke counter. <laughs> so yeah, they managed to hold their ground, but only, like, they clearly are following this guy. Uh, and with that, they actually... shoot him. <laughs> that guy. I wanted to, and I got two ones on 2d8. Alright, so, um, you are behind them. Uh, where is everyone else in really? You're still behind the wagon. the wagon. You're in the wagon. I'm in the wagon. I'm and at the front of the wagon. You're at the front of the wagon. Which is facing away from them. Yeah. 
You're at the front of the wagon. All right. So uh, they are going to. So now it's time for actual combat. So I'm going to deal out cards, and that'll be the initiative order. So, Joey, is high or low? Uh, high goes fat. Uh, goes more. Uh, Ace high or low? Ace is high. Yeah, come on. This is like this is a cowboy game. Of course, yeah. it's high. All right. And so, whoa, it's the Ace of Spades too. That's the best one. All right. So left card is for the group as a whole. Nine is for Fredrickson, who okay. is the. Oh, and we know his name now. <laughs> Ah, you have power over him. Ooh. Once right. you know man's name, you can curse All him. right, so, uh, going down. So, Ace. Hi. Um, I'm going to shoot the, the guy. The, the, the big guy? The big guy. Now that it's very clear he's in charge. He and just, these, the rest of these assholes are going to run without him. <laughs> All right, so you're going to shoot him? Yes. All right. Especially Boy. after that mean stuff he said about them. He said some very mean things. Yeah. Actually, were they? Uh, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, that's it. He just weirds out his men enough that they say, "Jeez, jeez." We don't want to hear that again. Just rubbing their arms awkwardly. And no bonuses this time. Nope. I rolled a three. All right. No five. You add the. You add. No, the no, no. This is to hit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Of course. So yeah, the shot. You lean out over the wagon, try and take a shot at him, and it goes wide. What do you have to roll to hit somebody? Four. Oh. Mm. You fucked up. <laughs> All right. Fucked up. Uh, I'll take your card. Oh, uh, it's every round. Yeah, okay. this is the initiative system. Uh, all right, so ace, king, queen. Shoot, 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 I'm done shooting the big shoot, guy. Shoot. All right. Uh, all right, so you're at long range for the big guy, so this will only be 1d6 damage for the shotgun. Throw uh, it at him. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, maybe it'll go off right at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's how guns work. Yeah. Uh, so that's game. a four. All right, so you do hit. Alright. Yeah, actually, if it's one of the old days, it might just explode. Uh, and that's four damage. Alright. Uh, so it doesn't cause him a wound. Uh, so he does, so the shot pellets don't hit him too badly. He still seems to be standing pretty well. Though he does seem to have, like, have clasped his Is shoulder he thing in pain. Maybe a little put out that there's someone behind him? Um, well, yeah, now he knows that. Well, he was there beforehand, but he heard the first gunshot. Yeah, I know, but does that change? We're not, like, positioning. That's yeah. true. This is all theater of the mind stuff. So. Alright, so that was... What was your card again, John? I'll take it. Uh, Give me your card. Oh. Alright, so that was Queen. So, Jack... Not... up oh, ten. Not <laughs> <laughs> dick. Not ten. Nice try. Nice We're not playing with tens right now. Yeah, no. Okay. I don't I don't acknowledge ten as a real number. <laughs> Wild so card. No I tens. I roll with my gun? Yep. Uh, yep. Well, you roll the hit first. Uh, so, yeah, roll your shooting. Thanks. Yep. And you're aiming for the big guy? Miss him. So if you aim, that's your whole action? Uh, yes. And you can't move. Yeah. Alright, so that's a ten, so nine. Uh, Alright. Can we aim? Yeah, it's just, it's you don't move, you use an action, and you get plus one or plus two to your roll. Plus two. Oh, that's plus way two. better. I haven't been moving anyway. Buck. Well, you lose your turn. Alright, so... Um, oh, you lose your turn. Yeah, it's not... Like, you have Wait, to... are we considered ganging up? Um, ganging up only works in melee. Okay, yeah. just checking. Yeah, so uh, the big guy decides to go. He starts shouting orders to his men, uh, basically contact behind, contact front. And, uh, well, you're the only guy that's not in open cover, so he's going to attempt to shoot you. Can you do suppressing fire without automatic weapon? No, you need an automatic weapon. Fuck. You cannot fan the hammer fast enough to suppress the weapon. I got two guns. I'm just using my face. Use Ooh. all 20 of the rifles. Just... <laughs> 
Look, put him in a lineup and like <laughs> yeah. right. keyboard cat him. So his shooting is D ten. Uh, that is an eight. Ooh. So he does two D six plus D six damage. Ooh. Imagine if you were like prepared and like you knew they're coming. Uh, so you just set up twenty rifles. John, what is your cock all of them and then just like uh, four? All right. Bar. So they go through each of them. All right, so he does, so he rears back. Next session. Racks the round and aims it pretty much dead center on your chest, and it catches you right in the shoulder. So because it breaks your toughness with a raise, you are shaken, and you have a wound, which is the little minus one counter there. Okay. So now on any rolls you take, you have a minus one to your uh, attack. What is what is your wound threshold? You can take basically each time they break your toughness. You add if you are shaken, you add a wound. If you're not shaken, you add uh, you become shaken. And shaken has its own confluences, basically. That's that. Uh, and then eight. Oh, ah, my mistake actually. Don't do that yet. I need to see if this guy unshakes himself. No, he's dead. Okay, he does unshake himself. <laughs> so, all right. So eight is next. I hit him. All right. Roll your damage. Fuck up. Four. Uh, that does not break his toughness. Two ones, then two twos. <laughs> All right. Uh, so seven. Um, basically, the guys with clubs are going to rush the wagon, and they basically will spend their turn getting to the wagon. And the so the guys with clubs. Yeah, and the one guy with a rifle. Uh, let's see here. What is this? Ooh, so now they're in close range, eh? Yep. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> the guy with the rifle manages to hold his ground, despite the fact that he is the last rifleman left. And he kind of like... You hikes mean the guy with the pistol? The pistol, sorry. Yeah, he sort of sights himself back out into the fight. All right, next round. We have to get the card back. Yes. Oh, yeah. Why are you trying to steal this card? Alright. I love eight of hearts. Uh, okay. Oh, give me another one. <laughs> <You> <laughs> she, no, she has that ability. Oh. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Joey? I want another one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you lucky? What does lucky do? Uh, Let's me use my Benny. I get an extra Benny. Wait, oh, wait, Benny's are procession, right? Uh, sorry? Oh, uh, yeah, procession. Oh, yeah. Uh, soap rolls. We should so, be using these. Fuck yeah, no. we should. This is just a reroll token, right? Doing? It's a reroll token, and for John's case, he can actually spend them to roll vigor, and if he succeeds, he uh, eliminates his wound. Oh, yeah, sure. All right, spend a Benny. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Second session. Yeah, technically, this is the second session. <laughs> we didn't use any last session, so it yeah. doesn't matter, though. Yeah. Oh, wink, wink. <laughs> in for the future. Uh, five? Uh, yeah, all right. So, uh, you managed to, so you've managed to, in just the last second, twist your body so that it only scrapes by your shoulder. Time re- rewind. Yes. Whoa. All right. That's where Benny is. Um, no. You call Ben. Ben the boy. All right. Uh, so, ace, king, Good old queen, boy. jack. Um, Jack of Spade. Fuck, you're so lucky. Second luckiest card in the deck. I'm gonna just keep shooting. Should I shoot the guys that are close range now, or keep going? Keep going for main guy. Do whatever. You're a strong, independent woman. That's true. You don't need no man. Oh, guys. Ow. So inspiring. 
She's a, this one's a one. <laughs> oh yeah, Benny. <laughs> Alright, we spend Benny. Get them Benny. chips are down. Get them yeah. Benny's boys. Yay! Yay! All right. Eleven. That's a hit with a raise, so roll your pistol damage plus an extra d6. Ooh. Ooh. Give me a d6, somewhere. <laughs> I'm an old lady now. <laughs> oh. oh! Boom, headshot. 10, 15, 16, 17 damage! 17 damage. Does he have a head? Uh, <laughs> let me figure this out, actually. So the... <laughs> brought, to you, brought to you by Benny. <laughs> so because you, so the thing about wild cards is that they also get a supply of Benny. So he's going to try to roll soap roll because he is very close to die just outright. Un- unfair. Cheating. <laughs> no Benny. No Benny. Uh, it's like when you're in a Pokemon eight. battle and the other guy uses a potion. And you're like, excuse me? You mo- I didn't oh, see you at buying all those at the Poke Center. You yeah, son you're, of a the, bitch. you're the Elite Four. Why are you using a max heal, you piece of all shit? Right. <laughs> okay, so you basically managed to get him, like, right in the neck, more Ooh. or less. He's still Bless standing, but But he's... can he call orders? No, no, he's definitely not calling orders now. But he yeah, he's still standing, but, like, he's clearly, like, clutching one of his, like, his fucking thing. Like, ah, god damn it! And, uh, Is yeah. It just gurgle. Did anyone leave a pistol in the, in the wagon? There's Wait, many! There's many! Uh, they're loaded, right? Uh, load unless you guys loaded, loaded those pistols. Okay, did anyone leave a loaded pistol in the wagon? No. No. Okay. I mean, I have two loaded I have pistols, multiple personally. pistols on me <laughs> that are loaded. Okay. Wait. But they're on my person. Alright, um, Same. Megan, your card, please? Yeah. Well, we're right beside each other, right? Yeah. Jack. Alright. Do you know that I have them? Are you visibly wearing them? Um, I have one on my hip, one in my jacket, and I'm holding one. <laughs> <laughs> Many guns, Johnson. <laughs> I've also got a knife in my boot. <laughs> All right. A knife in my boot. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, that is... He gets shot in the neck, and he is going to try and unshake himself, because goddamn, a bullet to the neck fucking hurts. And you're probably gonna die. You don't die. say! Uh, uh, actually, a, no wait, nobody has a, uh, no, jet, no, a jack, right? No. Alright, so he's gonna roll to unshake himself. Yeah, like... Wow! Okay! Yeah, no, he's still, like, coughing, like, he rolled two twos, so he's still like, oh, God, God damn it! So that's his turn done. Blood spurts everywhere. Uh, actually, he is going to, like, he's, so if you're shaking, you can still do, like, one basic action, which is basically a move. Pee your Well, he's going to try and move, like, not very productive action. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> going to try and, like, force the rifle, the last pistol ear, like, in front of him, more or less, as, like, a get in there sort of thing. <laughs> Human shield, that's what it is. I got shot in the throat, now your turn. Done! <laughs> so, yeah, so he basically shoves the, uh, the pistol ear sort of, like, in front of him as he, like, you know, doubles over and starts hacking up blood. All right, so uh, then going down nine, eight, seven, six, five, oh, six. six. What are you doing? Um, I actually think it would be kind of terrible to like point blank shotgun this guy with a club. You're, wait, you, oh yeah, you were yeah, shotgun. Yeah, the pistol. That was my plan. Can I? Well, I don't have intimidation or anything, so I can't really threaten him. But like, don't they want to run away? Um, <laughs> well, the guys that are rushing the wagon haven't seen like their leader get shot in the throat yet. Okay, I'll shoot one of them. <clears throat> you gonna use the uh, the shotgun, or are you just uh, got a pistol? Well, first I'll see if I can hit him. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, no, no you have to attack. You, you, oh you, yes, yes, I'm going to yes. shotgun him. Uh, would be t- would tying a kerchief count as like a move action? 
Uh, well, he so, hasn't so, really tied a kerchief to it. He's kind of just no, pressing no, it. No, no, I mean for myself. Oh. Um, so it just occurred to me that someone's going to get within face range. And we won't necessarily murder all these people. Um, <laughs> I can say if you've got something like a hood or something like that already there. Well, I'm a very large yeah, just like Yeah, yeah I'll back. say that's a thing. <laughs> I just pull my shirt up over my face. <laughs> I am Gorgonio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so I'm using the shotgun. Alright, your shotgun on him? Yeah. Roll, roll that one again. Yep. Okay. 11. You hit. Yeah. And that's the raise, so roll 4d6. Uh, oh. oh. Because he is point blank range. He's getting a face full of punches. Dead now. (laughs) Dead man. (laughs) Whoa. Uh, You roll that six. So add those up and then add. uh, What? Okay, so six, seven, eight, nine. He's fucking dead. He's so fucking dead. (laughs) Like, he vaults up to the wagon and it looks like he's about to strike it. And you just point. 16. 16, And you just, like, point the gun directly in his face. Mm Pull the trigger. He doesn't have a head. For the sound! He's starting okay. to do the rebel yell. And I've, got, I've got a wide-brimmed hat, so most of my face is shielded from the splatter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he starts to do the rebel yell. He's climbing over the wagon, and he just gets a face full of 16 gauge. He's fucking Ooh. dead. Alright, so that's six. I only had one shot. That one. Uh, the next guy's Five, four, three? Three. Three, also three. <gasps> uh, clubs? Spade beach clubs. Yes, so these guys go first. So. All right. So, uh, club guys, basically, so the rest of the club guys, uh, what's basically left, uh, they're going to roll spirits since they just saw Ironically, I pulled clubs. <laughs> so the club guys <laughs> are going to roll spirit. Because they just saw their heads, head, uh, like their friend's head get blown right off. The fuck off, yeah. And their leader almost. And we All both right. have guns, very yeah. clearly. Yeah, both of you. Have and guns. Everyone clearly has guns. There's Except a lot that. of guns. All right, so the first guy loses. So one of them loses his fucking nerve and kind of like jumps off the wagon and starts moving back. The other guy, however, is full on black for the Confederacy, and he's charging you guys. So he's going to attempt to hit you with a club, since he vaults into the... You've got a frying pan. Oh, sorry. He uh, attempts to attack Lucky Pete with a club. Racist. You're lying down the wagon, right? Uh, no, I'm... Okay, well, how high up is the... Crouching, I imagine... Yeah, I think I would be, like, on one knee. Okay, crouching. Alright, so yeah. So he's going to attempt to try and hit you, basically, like, over the the wagon cover, basically. So that is... Yeah, because you couldn't necessarily go, like, belly down in a wagon. Uh, what is your parry? Um, fighting die type plus two. Um, oh, half fighting die type two. What, what, what do you have in fighting? Uh, oh. <laughs> Four. Surprisingly, he doesn't hit you. Like, he, you, he straight up, like, rears up and tries to hit you over the wagon. The, and moon, just kinda, like, re- the moon reflects off one of my many two pieces <laughs> of jewelry into the eyes. Oh, no. ah! Thank you, Alpen. Alright, so that's that one done. And then, um, three, so now you get to go, Joey. Alright, um, um, can I make it like a quote unquote free action to see, to notice if, if that she has a, or that, um, that, uh, Denby has a gun, like, holstered to, to, to his chest? Yeah, I'll say that's a free action. Okay, I'm just gonna see if I can <laughs> notice that. And are you, are you gonna straight Denby up try and steal Denby's gun? Just for like a second. <laughs> Like not permanently, just just, just just you can't you you are literally well, a gun in your hand. You can't stop. Don't you have a rifle? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. 
just just bear he with wants, bear with me bear with me yeah bear with me so guns a blazing. so yeah three does three show me that tell me you see a bulge in his okay chair. never mind <laughs> then I'm just gonna shoot the guy who's you running think away he has boobs yeah I'm gonna shoot the guy who's running away all right no <laughs> cloths <laughs> okay eight explodes eight explodes. Oh, okay, twenty-four. All right, I'm, I'm, you roll, roll with. Uh, I'm just gonna say he's fucking dead. <laughs> Wait, is it, is, it, is it an extra die of the? Of the I think it's only die. like a raise gets you an extra d6. I don't think it accumulates. Okay. We are super good murderers. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's it's the wild west. Yeah, he's fucked. That's eighteen damage. Yeah, so he starts to back off, and it looks like he's trying to reposition himself. Oh, I thought he was running away. Yeah, and then you just basically catch him right in the fucking back. Whoa! Yep. He, he goes down hard. That's cold. <laughs> he was running away. Oh, all right, you go get more people to May, kill us. Are you the only one who hasn't killed anyone yet? No. I've uh, very. No, I uh, killed someone first round. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I've almost killed the main guy. Yeah. Like straight up bullet to the neck. <laughs> if they weren't wearing, I might feel something if they weren't wearing Confederate outfits. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, you are. You are just. Ha- you are. You are ironically whistling Dixie just. I mean, I'm not laughing, but let's just say I'm not having a bad time. <laughs> let's just say you can't even see your face because you got that cool bandana. Yeah. It's every man for himself. This is the job. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, so, next, so, probably last round of combat. Mm-hmm. Let's murder the last of them. Pass this to John. John's totally right here. Mm. I know. But, like. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. You can't triple tap with one of these things, can you? Nope, it's right. double tap. Checking. Yeah, double How tap. How many are left alive? Uh, just the, at this point, one, right? uh, the pistol ear guy. The pistol ear and the leader. Okay, two guys. We might have this. Yeah, I think so. We might also have to deal with a lot of dead bodies. It's a swamp. We'll leave them in the swamp. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Norway. Yeah. And that's when the zombies come the gators, yeah. will, the gators will take care of them. Leave the wagon. Yeah. All right, I'm going to double tap the uh, uh, the last guy. Why do you... Oh, one what of they, those cards is your old card. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's a king, so yeah. All right, so are you going to shoot the pistolier or the big uh, the, the big guy? Because if you, if, based on what you were saying in terms of positioning, he turned away from me and held the guy in front of him. More or less. Therefore, his back is to me. And as we've shown, I'm great at shooting people in the back. see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I get plus one because I'm double tapping. Yep. Okay. Oh, did we skip my turn? No, no. Oh, wait, did you? Oh, we totally skipped your turn. Oh, whoops. That's why you shouldn't go to the bathroom when your turn's going up. That's true. Yeah. Alright, so sorry, rewind that, John. Uh, so, um uh all that the so uh one of the clubbers basically oh wait, no, there's still the one guy left. You didn't shoot the uh the guy that tried Oh yeah, to yeah, 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 the guy that tried to hit. So um the three guys went up, one of them got a shotgun shell to the face, his head's gone. Uh one of them tried to attack at Lucky Pete and missed. The other guy ran away and Lucky Pete shot in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially what happened was I was sitting, I had my, like, one, one uh, down on one knee, the guy swings at me, I fall backwards, and then while I'm falling backwards, there's aim at the other guy, <laughs> yeah. and I shoot him, and now I'm on my back. <laughs> like, all nonchalantly just shooting a dude. Yeah, so now I'm, like, on my back, prone on the on the wagon. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, Monsieur, Lup- Monsieur Lupin, what are you doing? Lupin. Monsieur so, uh, you still have one shell. If I remember correctly, you still should have one shell. No, I, I've oh, fired twice. Right. Yeah, so um, that's why I was going to ask. So, I don't have quick draw. 
so... Uh, to draw, I'm going to say to draw your cane, you just do multiple actions, so you roll whatever your roll is at a minus two. Okay, yeah. Oh, you only have one gun? No, I, I also have a pistol, but... <laughs> yeah. You only have one gun? But he's right near you, isn't he? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, right nearby, though. Yeah. Like the pirate days, we have a brace of pistols. <laughs> a brace! Alright, so you're going to shoot him with your derringer? Uh... No. Oh, you're no, take out the sword, dude. Sword, it's not a sword. Sword. Uh, it's a cane. It's uh, not a sword. It's just a stick. Uh, I forgot it was. A, I thought it was a sword. No, it, it's a. It's a cane, but I can also use as a crowbar. Are you sure it's not a sword that's like oh. in the cane? No, no, it's reinforced with steel. Poison dark cane. It's it's you beat him to death basically. Yeah. In the most gentlemanly manner possible. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's like isn't it like that cane fighting style that like Sherlock Holmes uses? Yeah, the reinforced cane. Yeah, the yeah. one where you like hit, hit their knees. All right, so <laughs> so yeah, roll your fighting on a minus Double two. Double tap. <laughs> one for each knee. Bust out both knee, kneecaps. So that's eight. Uh, no minus two. So that's just six. Uh, Why did you add minus two? Because he's doing multiple actions. Oh right, so six. That, um, it doesn't break his parry. So, you do manage to hit him pretty hard, but it seems that the adrenaline from the wound in his neck doesn't mean that, means that it doesn't really work too well. Wait, were you attacking the pistolier or the, or the... Oh, were you attacking the pistolier or the big guy, uh, the main guy? I was attacking the pistolier. Oh, uh, well, oh, well, in that case, yeah, you straight up club his ass. Well, that's because he's physically in front of him, so wouldn't the, yeah. that guy act his cover anyway? Right, so yeah, uh, yeah, you hit the pistolier, so, uh, roll, yeah, that breaks his parry. Because he's about to, like... Aim with his gun, and then you just kind of like smack him with a fucking cane. Yeah. So uh, roll damage. Okay. The thing is, the the so cane does the same amount of the cane does two d six damage. It does strength plus two six. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How far out are we? Eh, you'd say like a couple mile, like about a mile or so off the main road. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I think you killed him. Um, that will actually do it. You what? straight up okay. crack him across you the head. Him. Yeah, you brain him, basically, and he goes down hard. I, how, does, how does, like, death and dying work in this game? Uh, the de- the uh, pistoliers and clubbers are extras, and the way Savage Worlds deals with them is that, um, like, they're basically up, down, or off the table. Okay. So, basically, like, you do... They're like minions in uh, Wild Towns. Yep. So, so, yeah, you, you brain him pretty hard, and he goes down. So he's yeah, not dead. I, it's not, yeah, I was about to say, it's up to you, I guess, whether or not you want yeah. to kill him. He's not dead, but he's certainly not getting up anytime soon. There's th- something called a finishing move. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Well, uh, he's wow. just, he's just down he for now. Yeah, he's down. He's not getting up anytime soon. We'll deal with these world And, uh, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah, so that'll just leave the clever. So, uh, John, you over give me your card. So, back to the other initiative order. Uh, Megan, I believe you were first? Nope. I was first. Ah, all right. Joey, what are you doing? So, I shot at him and I got five. Five, that's a hit. Seven damage. <laughs> oh, no yeah. dodge together. Oh yeah, forgot. Yeah, Thir- uh, thirteen. Yeah, no. Like he tries to lean over a bit more, and in doing so, you pretty much get a beautiful shot at his chest, and you catch him right in the gut, and he goes down. Oh God, my gut! <laughs> so, uh, so what actually happens is John knocks the guy out, knocks the guy out. He fall- crumples. The older guy turns around. I sit up <laughs> in the wagon, take a look, look at him, poof, and then go back down. You look at him, go, no refunds. Shoot. No, no. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, that's pretty much them. So everybody's dead. No, well, no, there's, no, there's one clubber left. There's the clubber left. There's the no. You shot the last clubber. No, I didn't. I shot the one that was running away. That was last round. Yeah, but you shot the other one now. No, no, I sh- I shot the boss. Oh, you shot the boss. That. And I did 13 damage. 13. All right, well, that does break his toughness. So as he's trying to stumble away into the darkness, you once again shoot a man in the back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I see a pattern here. 
Fucking Lucky Pete turns out a savage as fuck. <laughs> Pete's got a tiny. <laughs> That's like Lucky. Alright, so that's... Not turn your back on. <laughs> he has a charm, you see, that makes him always that shoot people in the back. sensuous back. <laughs> the sweetest part of a man is his back. Alright, give me your card. <laughs> so you oh lean up, you shoot the thing, you shoot, um the commander in the back and he goes down like you start you hear him his death rattle there's blood on the road uh last guy is going to roll a spirit roll as he looks around and realizes all of his friends are dead wait one second and there's like five guns straight <laughs> I fired twice and missed then I killed a guy and I killed a guy that's it and then I double tapped so I have one more bullet yeah Alright, so yeah, uh, he totally fails. Um, you visibly see this guy fall off the wagon, piss his pants. It's like, please don't kill me! <laughs> Meanwhile, there's also the other pistol that's kind of like, oh, my head! Fuck! Did any of them see our faces? Um, no. So, uh, so it's initiative order still. Yes. Okay. So, you're, so, Yvette, you're next? Uh, no. No. Oh, sorry. So I, I, Alright, uh, what are you going to do, Miss Lafayette? Mrs. Lafayette. Now that he's closer, because he's in the wagon. Yeah, like he's basically and I'm like... at the front of the wagon, so I can see it. Do I recognize him? Mm. As someone I know? That might run in the same circles. Rules! Actually, yeah, we're I smart. dance with you at the dance hall. No, I'm trying to figure out if he can, like, recognize me, and, and that's important. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, no, just... Uh, smart, so smart. it's only a D6 yeah. plus yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Uh, yeah, actually, you recognize him. His name is, uh, name. Franklin, um... Roosevelt. No, Franklin Terrace. Oh, I shoot him. <laughs> Perfect. So, alright, yeah, uh, you don't even need to roll for that. Like, you straight up, in cold blood, just stand over him and put a bullet in his head. Couldn't risk it. Fair. <laughs> and, uh, there's still a pistolier on the ground, just kind of, like, groaning, like, oh, fuck my head. Alright, who's next? John. Yeah, um... <laughs> Code of Honor, I can't... I'm not gonna kill him. I will knock him all the way out, though. Alright, so you straight up, like, Pete! And he, yeah, you know, he's out cold. Yeah. I, I... Being unconscious in the swamp with all your wounds? Actually, he he gets shot. That's true. I only... Internal bleeding. No, yeah. He only has a major concussion. Yeah, that... (laughs) I mean, the game... To be fair, you wouldn't know that because of the time medical knowledge, so you're totally fine. Yeah, he just got his bell rung, as they say. Yep. Alright, I guess we start dragging the bodies into the swamp. <laughs> All of them? Even everybody's then. dead. Well, yeah. we can leave the guy. So you drag his bodies into the swamp? Yeah. Do I recognize I mean, him? Um, you don't recognize any of the others. You do recognize the guy in the Confederate cap, however. He's, uh, I loot their bodies. Hmm? Oh, heck yeah, we're looting the shit. Alright, uh, well, you find, you obviously get the pistols, the clubs, and uh, you also find... I throw the clubs in the swamp. You also find a letter, actually. Uh, inside, basically says, it's addressed Ooh, to the leader of the guy who you know as uh, Benjamin Franks. <laughs> Lynn? Franks. <laughs> to go okay. That's not that bad. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so apparently, this letter was addressed to Franks, and it basically outlines most of the stuff that Oswaldo told you about. Like, okay, there's probably guns here. Take a look around. See if you can find anything. It mentions prominently how the League would greatly appreciate your bringing of these weapons to a just cause to help the Democratic Party. Mm. Uh, Do we instantly recognize that as the White League? The White League. Yep. Well, probably for the best that we got these. Yes, it's also uh, signed S B. Pass it on to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
knew it! <laughs> I can read. It just takes me a really long time. It's also in the middle of the night. So yeah. the sound and there's the still the torch. It's still burning. Not illiterate. I was going to take that as a, as a thing, but I... It means... Yeah. So we load the bodies into the swamp. All right, that's pretty easy enough. And we'll prop the one guy up on a tree stump, so he's sitting up. Yeah, okay, easy enough. Uh, do you prop him out of the water or close to the water? Close enough he knows we could have done it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking close enough that gators might eventually grab him. I actually checked... I, that's everywhere. <laughs> I'm actually going to notice, are there, is this an area where there would be gators? Mm, all right, we'll... Or everywhere. Six. Six. Later... It's the bayou. There are gators pretty much gators everywhere. Like anywhere that there's like deep enough water that they could probably hide in, chances are just assume there's a gator in there. You see their eyes. Hmm. Alright, so we pack up everything? Yeah, so you just toss the Wipe bodies. Wipe some of the blood off. Yeah. So yeah, you guys toss the bodies into the swamp and stuff. Let the Pull bodies up. hit the flow. Let the bodies I reload my gun. Alright, oh, oh, yeah. easy enough. Yep. Reload. Likewise. Alright, so you guys reload. You Wipe dis- the blood off my face with a handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the fact that I sat far enough away I don't have any blood on me. <laughs> I'm gonna tie him so to maybe the tree, that one last guy. Okay. So, you tie him to the tree. It's easy enough. You've got mm-hmm. some loose fabric on I you. take his shoes. <laughs> and I throw his shoes in the swamp. Oh, to make it hard for him to, to get back, fucking I could stop. like I like I literally stop stop there with my gun on him and I like, consider it for a second, and then I just like take his shoes off and throw them in the water and then tie him up. Mm. I see. Fucking hardcore up in this bitch. <laughs> I could have. Consider- tie, tie his hands in front of him with a knife right there because otherwise, if you tie him there, he's just gonna starve to death. If he works real hard, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you want to get free? Figure it out. How much do you want to have a lifelong enemy pursuing you across America? Yeah, I have an enemy, enemy major. <laughs> I already have enemy major. You're like, get on the list, buddy. Yeah. Oh, you're not the first. <laughs> you're the first to try and kill old Lucky Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Your Lucky Pete sounds like Ernie. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Lucky Pete. <laughs> That's how I kind of imagine Lucky Pete, honestly. Alright. Except so- when he's killing people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't know what Ernie does in his downtime. He could be a serial killer. So yeah, uh, so you it's easy enough to roll the bodies in the swamp and like, you know, but they do kind of float there unless you guys tie weights to them. They'll sink. The, the croc, the, the, the crocs. All right, so the you leave the bodies sort of floating in the thing and you make your merry way into the thing. Um, Oswaldo gave you a basically like a sort of storage building that uh, he says, yeah, basically go there with the guns at any point in time and there'll be someone there. You give them a passphrase, which is basically a, like... Oswaldo is cool. <laughs> no. What was that? Speak up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you give them a code phrase, they'll know who you are, and they'll tell you where to put the stuff. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's pretty easy rolling into town. Luckily, it's late at night, so there doesn't seem to be a lot of traffic on the main roads. I'm actually gonna take one of the pistols and just put it in my pack. Alright. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, I like this one. I, I returned the shotgun. I don't need it. Alright. So, yeah, uh, you basically put it back, and he sort of looks at it, and you know, the guy at the warehouse sort of goes over and looks at them and says, Holy shit, those are mad pistols! What the fuck? Pulls one out, takes a look at it. Yeah, but it must be nice. Don't play with it. Checks to make sure it's not loaded. Alright, whatever you say. Do you uh, have our money? Uh, money? Oswaldo, don't worry. I wiped them up on my head. <laughs> Oswaldo. Oh, yeah, so, uh, actually, no, hold on, let me no, see. No, I actually don't have any blood on me, yeah. because I have my hood yeah. up, so I put my hood back. So if you look at, I guess, the back of my hood, but it's really already messy. Like, I 
It's really gross and messy, and I took yeah, my hand Yeah, he, he's already very stained. Yeah. Yeah. So Oswald, you wouldn't be able to see it on me. Yeah. So Oswaldo basically told you guys that it'll take about, mm, like, probably, you'll probably get it by the end of tomorrow, like, the end of what is effectively tomorrow, because he needs to sell the actual things, right? We get a percentage of sale. Yeah. yeah. So he gets Oh, so he's going to sell it to the white supremacists. <laughs> Could be. But, uh, yeah, so he basically says, like, you know, just stay in town. You can head probably into his office sometime around closing, and he'll probably have your payment ready for you. Or he'll have a posse waiting to arrest us. Yeah, I actually don't feel very good about this. I don't either. Do I trust this guy? I didn't trust him from the start. You you know him from earlier in the thing. You know that Oswald is not a man to try and double deal. He is very meticulous in his business statements. Yeah, you might want to see what he benefits. I don't see, like, we can't rat on him. There's no way we could connect it to him. Like, we has no written documents. Well, and also, we don't know for sure he's going to sell it to them. I mean, narratively, you know it would make sense, but we're he not fucking... basically says... No, but what I mean is we're not really a threat to him. Totally. He, has he no reason to tells you that, like, he, like, if you want, you can tell him a place that Oswaldo can meet you, and he'll no, meet you there. No, that's fine. I, unless he ha- the thing is, he has to sell them to get the money, because he's not going to pass up friends. He's a big baby. Hmm. Yes. Or, uh, cards, please. Baby. Or even cooler... All right. We go to his shop and we have to ask for a very specific item and he'll give us the item and the money's in it. Can I have a sandwich? <laughs> Extra lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Such transparent code. Alright, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, other than that, you basically head back to your relative dens of sleepitude. Dens, dens of iniquity. Uh, which is outside, because I sleep outside. <laughs> you are a literal homeless person. Yeah. You wake up back in the I don't have a house. I'm a traveler. Yeah. I sell my wares. I have a tent in my bag. You wake up again in the drunk tank, and one of the MPs goes, You again? <laughs> no. Ah. You're fine. Ah. <laughs> what can I say? It's me, Lucky Pete. Ah. So, yeah, the next sounds like Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> in every game, Vinny exists in some form. I was possessed by Coyote for a second. <laughs> which, I believe, which I believe in, actually. <laughs> The crossovers, they just keep happening. This is all in the same verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're building a narrative cinematic universe here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yeah. Around, so yeah, next day goes by. Unless you guys have anything you want to do during the day, then pretty much goes by without any event. Um, Other than that, you don't really hear anything from, like, local chatter. Uh, Apparently, a couple people... You don't hear anything about, like, six people going missing and a guy showing up? Man, they went out of town. They go out of town. Yeah, were they even local people? Oh, I guess one of them was. One of them Yeah, I mean, you know, they went out of town. They said they were going on a trip somewhere. Hunting they trip. Back. Yeah, they were on a hunting They went out, out into the swamp, and some Never people kind of just don't come back. Yeah. It's, it's the Wild West. Exactly, because yeah. it's wild. And, uh, yeah, so at 5 p.m., uh, you can base, so basically around the time, so at 5 p.m., Oswald, like, closes up shop, but obviously you guys go up, and he's sort of like the uh, clerk motions you guys to go up from the office. Uh, Oswaldo's there, uh, basically counting out uh, for like four individual stacks, uh, sort of counting them out meticulously, making sure everything's there. He says, "Ah, gentlemen and ladies, uh, thank you so much for your patronage in this particular thing. I trust that uh, this was a rather simple endeavor." I go up into the desk and start counting my stack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is basically uh, fifty dollars in dollar bills. Dollar, dollar bills, yo. Which is a fairly decent stack of money. I trust uh, you managed to find things acquiescent. Bit of trouble near the end, but I think we managed just fine. Ah, I knew that I could trust in the uh, 
Kindness is strange. <laughs> I was going to say the aptitudes of people, but yours also works. I didn't say that in character. Yeah. I would have said, like up here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you very much. Our business now has concluded. Uh, I trust that you can see yourselves out. And if you haven't gone up already, he gives you guys your stacks of money. Count it. Yeah. Double check. Yeah. Put it up to the light. Make sure they're non-sequential. I bite it. <laughs> it's mm. paper. Mm, delicious. Yeah. There's Cyanide lead in it. My favorite. <laughs> Delicious printing press money. But yeah. So, uh, yeah. And um, basically you guys head out. And that is more or less the end of um, Oswaldo Mulberry's House of Mystery. Yay. Yay. We didn't have to do ghosts! What? Yes! I thought for sure, Harry, you were going to bring the magic. Because I know it's your fave. I know you love having magic. Well, and this then... is part one, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, this isn't the end. Of yeah, it. we're not done. I know. I know. <laughs> the, the dead will rise. I'm sure. Zombimbos. Probably all the all those guys we just dropped dead in the swamp. <laughs> and they're being up. eaten by crocodiles. Plus that one. Alligators. They possess the crocodiles. Yeah. Alligators, yeah. crocodiles. All right. So yeah, the, that was the first one shot. What'd you guys think? Good. It was a good we setup. Should say goodbye. Well, you can do now. Yes. Oh, oh god, I have, to, oh. Yeah, I have to do the outro. Fuck. Uh, yeah, uh, you just uh, complained about not getting to do it a minute yeah, ago. Fuck. So. Uh, oh, right. A minute ago? I think you mean a week ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we will see you next time for more adventures in the Wild Wild West. Or somewhere else. Wild yeah. Wild West. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Wild West. Turn it off before we get copyright claimed. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listen to these nerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.